0: i wasn't like mad about it i thought it was awesome
1: if i hiked to a place like that like just by myself and i got to the top of the hike and a mountain and i'm looking down at everything i'd pull out my wiener for sure <laughs> <laughs> just to do it i don't know why like but like that's just like what's the first thing in my mind is like i'm pulling on my dong because I, I don't know am here by myself i don't know man <laughs>
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to not just a special Tuesday show, but the ultimate Tuesday show on 2-22 in the year 2022. It is definitely the Tuesday show. What's up? I'm James Chen, and I am joined by David and Brandon. How are you guys doing?
0: Doing so great. So super great. Earlier today, my dad actually was the one who texted us that it's like two, 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 Tuesday, you know, etc. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because it's Tuesday. And they were like, in my family chat, they were like, wow, that was a really bad pun, David. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's going on, Brock? Are you... I know
1: what you're all thinking. Yes, this is the same shirt and same hat I wore in the latest Taubo Opinions video. And no, I did not wash this shirt in between filming that and this. Because why would I waste the water on something I wore for 10 minutes?
0: I totally agree with that. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about Street Fighter VI. We're going to talk about the Capcom Cup Season Final. We're going to interview the Black Tastic. We're going to have some fun 5-5 matchup topics to discuss. And then we have a couple of interesting mailbags that we will get through and let's start by talking about street fighter the sixth the sixth street fighter has been well i guess depending on how you count anyway street fighter six has been announced and it was announced at the end of the season final which again we're going to talk about after this so just pretend that like all that setup has already happened whatever we're going to go we're going to do this in reverse order What what do you what what is that? All the the whole the whole setup of the season final, and then oh, the announcement, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine. and then the yeah, announcement yeah. of the 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 Capcom Fighting Collection, and then Street Fighter Six. Whatever, we're doing it backwards. We're doing it backwards. They had earlier put up a countdown. We talked about they last. Did. Time. What they What do you did. think that countdown is going to be for? And it turned out, lo and behold, to everybody's massive shock and surprise, that it's Street Fighter Six, which they announced at the very very end. So, James, do you want to? show the trailer oh
2: yeah sure actually let me see here did you put it a link it to it in the thing i sure we? did here we go here we go here we go we get to show the trailer let's do this <laughs>
0: yeah we're gonna analyze all the gameplay footage yeah we've no, been a long time on this the
1: gameplay footage yeah
2: exactly exactly there's a lot to go over dude like the gameplay is crazy all right let's do this here we go
0: He's, like, in a sauna, well, uh, maybe. You ready? That's a okay. huge dick! Don't call the Luke that, man. He's so yeah. smiling,
2: and he looks happy.
0: He has a huge smile on his face all of a sudden, yeah. He's like the yeah, Joker wonder, smile, very all of a sudden. Why. Oh, boy, you, where do you think he was reaching for when he did that punch? It doesn't show mm, you what you he was nowhere. aiming for. You know where. Can we, can we back up to approximately halfway through that? You know where. Um, a little bit earlier. A little bit earlier. Yeah, it's the spot. So first of all, this is not First real. and foremost. First of all, it's just a figment of your imagination. For sure. First and
1: foremost, if you look at Ryu's crotch and you don't see his dick laying on his right thigh, you you are in denial. That is absolutely, you, you have never worn gray sweatpants in it's your life. It's not there. It's not really there. You have there. never worn gray sweatpants in your life if you don't
0: believe that's a penis. I don't think it is. That's absolutely meant to be a Venus. Someone just, worked on that. I just don't think it is. I just have to be perfectly honest. It would, like, it be like, all right,
1: if you if you show it in motion, the outline, the shadow, it remains even when the camera moves. This is okay. intentional. I this is intentional.
0: So. All, right, all right, all right, all right. What what uh, James, what are you doing here? Is there Okay, <laughs> so there you go. That's the entirety of the trailer. Obviously, it's extremely short. All we see is that Ryu is a little bit wider than he used to be, and Luke is a little ways. bit happier looking than he used to be. He's got a although he's got, got a happy bunch face of new on.
2: scars, and then his veins pop out when he clenches his fist.
0: Yeah, he does V Skill one, and he turns into Popeye. Yeah, arms. yeah. And I mean, c- actually, can can you can you replay just briefly? Because at the end when they kind of like go into their different like color modes i don't know what to call it right like, yeah yeah they, they show like
1: the the v trigger effect right and then they show the like focus attack effect on ryu
0: yeah like this and right here yeah, this
1: color splash yeah and then and then ryu gets the good old black and white ink mode from street fighter 4
0: right, right so, so he gets a big old weird smile on his face and then he's like, yeah, time to party in he red, turns, I'm sorry, in orange and blue. He
2: looked down and saw what Ryu was packing. He
0: was like, hey,
2: look, man, you're Ryu from Fortnite. I'm Ninja and I play Fortnite. <laughs> oh, so no. he's really excited about that. Oh, no. So, yeah.
0: And then the very, very brief one for Ryu, which is, I mean, look, both of those are pretty cool looking, in my, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I mean, the question is, though, the, like, obviously the, what this... Look, when the Street Fighter 4 trailer first came out... We all went crazy over seeing like this blue silhouette pop out of somebody. And we're like, oh, my God, Street Fighter 4 is going to have custom combos and all these Mm. things. And everybody's looking at this trailer and this goes, oh, we're going to have grooves. We're going to have like, oh, there's going to be a Street Fighter 5 groove. And then there's going to be a Street Fighter 4 groove. It's true. Dude, come on. I remember that. Let's just not. Let's not.
0: You don't think that's (laughs) happening?
2: I this is just cool trailer effects. Come on. Okay. I, okay. I, just, I, just.
1: I, I I think if I'm taking a guess on why they did that, if there is any purpose behind it, I honestly think it's just to show that yeah we're we're gonna be using Re Engine, the characters are gonna look somewhat photorealistic like you know Devil May Cry five or right. yeah, five, uh, but we're also gonna have like traditional Street Fighter VFX. It's gonna still look cartoony in that way and, you know, kind of anime. I think that's all they're really trying to show
2: off. Which is that's really all. interesting to me too because there's some people who are, you know, saying that they're, they're they're sad that the game looks so ultra hyper-realistic. Like literally in the in the Gooder Lounge, in the Gooder Lounge uh, when we were chilling there, I was saying to people that I was really glad they <laughs> went with the mix between the realistic and the cartoony look because I still think the characters looked... You know obviously the Ryu wide proportion is highly exaggerated, Luke's little smile is exaggerated, and I still felt like they looked more caricature ish than they did, like they're caricatured with realistic textures, which I think is important mm. for, for modern fighting games these days. I mean, look how many people complain about the way KOF5 looks because they probably don't have you know, pores and shit all over the place. The stylizing. No, it's, it's not good enough for PlayStation five, you know, kind of thing. So I, uh,
1: I think the stylizing in the trailer to where you can't really see a lot of details and it's very dark. Uh, I think that's on purpose. I think that's to gauge interest and see what people think. And then if they don't like it, maybe they have a backup plan where you can pivot to a different art style. I think that's all that really is. I, I, I feel like that. The game is probably further along than we know, because they have been working on it for some time. Oh, yeah. uh, there was leaks that leaked it years ago, basically, that you know, that yeah. was already in development. So I, I do think they're probably further along in uh, development than we know. So maybe that's not actually a real thing. Maybe they've already stuck to that art style. But I do think it's intentional that you couldn't really see their faces. Like I, I do think that was on purpose.
0: I don't expect any significant changes in the art style. It, I mean, per, totally, it's possible that during the development they could change art styles. In Street Fighter V, that happened. Famously, one of the initial things for Street Fighter <laughs> yeah. V was a much more realistic take on the game, and we have seen screenshots of that even. And it, and it um, looked
2: yeah. awful, by the way. And it didn't,
0: didn't look good at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, they changed that style drastically. But all that was before we even saw any of the game at all. So I think that it's probably gonna be more or less like this i mean it's a trailer it's not gameplay so it's probably not gonna look exactly like that but But yeah i do expect it to be more or less that kind of style i understand. i think it's gonna be re engine for sure
2: someone actually pointed out that you know they they are a 3d graphic artist and that they even went to i mean uh the foot pick here (laughs) and they pointed out some of the angles that they noticed and they're like as a 3d artist i am 100 percent positive this is in-game models so okay um that that's what that's they cool. were saying so uh it might just be that i mean the re engine is just that crazy right i mean mm. it the re engine is really nice looking and, and frankly yeah. i mean look at I,
1: devil may cry i mean
2: once we get to the point where You know, what I'm assuming is going to happen is that the characters are going to be much smaller on screen, you know, as they always are. We won't be seeing all the pores and stuff that will lose. Like, it'll automatically obfuscate a little bit of that realism. But when they're doing supers and ultras and hexagon attacks and stuff like that, like, it's going to look pretty neat close up. And... If this is the direction they're going, I mean, I think it's cool. All the Street Fighter games look very different, right?
1: Yeah. Also, I'd like to point out that Ryu is wide in every game from the front side because his model turns at like a three-quarter turn. Mm -hmm. So they purposely make him a thick boy like that's not granted he seems very large in that <laughs> yes. teaser but I, I think it'll look much better in game is what i'm saying because of the angle that he stands at generally right
0: mm-hmm. yeah so i i'm pretty fine with the graphics first of all it doesn't like super matter to me to be perfectly honest but second of all it's it's fine i don't know i think that the models look nice it's just really it's gonna depend on how it looks all in like gameplay context. Right. And obviously we haven't seen that yet and I'm just gonna not really have like a great opinion on it until I get to see that. Um, which we will there will be more news coming in summer twenty twenty two. Hmm.
2: that's an interesting time frame, right? Summer. 2022, that's usually not when things are announced for fighting games, are they?
0: (laughs) I don't know. It could be at Evo, I think, is what you're getting at. I mean, that would be. That would totally make sense.
1: I think that would be nice. Six is not playable at Combo Breaker. I'm not going. Take that, Rick. (laughs) Better get someone else to run your auctions,
0: bud. Dude, previously previously you've said you wouldn't miss Combo Breaker, like, even if it's like. like Brock regardless totally, of personal harm he wants
2: to get his hands on that big montana himself man he, <laughs> he wants definitely
0: to... does yeah he definitely oh, would man. yeah yeah i mean of course it won't be that we're gonna not have a playable version of this for quite a long time i would imagine there's no hint on you know when it actually comes out although again don't expect it for a while at this point um anything else to say about the trailer and characters itself
2: uh luke looks way better <laughs>
0: he does look better i agree i agree i sure. saw
2: luke and i was uh, like oh my god he actually looks kind of neat you know i'm not gonna say he looks cool i mean he looks good for a model and everything i don't think luke the character is going to look cool to me at all ever but you know uh he looks really nice like the hair Quality is really good. The cloth, the folds on the cloth, and like just yeah. the, the motions, the movement, etc., etc. He looks really, he, really He cool. looks a lot less like I'd question where he was
1: on January 6, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> he looks a lot less like that. I mean, still a little bit like that. <laughs> Dang! But looks a lot less like that. So, yeah, that's, that's an improvement. I will say... Yeah, good night, everybody! <laughs> I think it is super whack that... Capcom had a seven-day countdown to give us a 39-second teaser, and 10 seconds of that was the logo that everyone hates.
0: Yeah. So
1: I, they didn't need a countdown for that. I really wish there was some sort of gameplay, just anything. But yeah, I think that was a... Also, it's really weird to time your your release with a timer for an event that doesn't have a definite stop time. Yeah, like that was what a what a weird choice. Like I knew that that timer was going to run out. And if Capcom Cup wasn't done, that they were not going to show anything on that website until of it course. was like of it course. was real obvious. And people were like, Why isn't it going going anywhere? I was like, come well, on, guys. It's what, definitely first, meant to end at Capcom Cup.
2: Yeah, yeah, the timer should not have been there. But for sure, yeah, they that was a bad to, move. They needed to announce something. Right? Because if they didn't people would have been mad, right? And they probably weren't ready to show any more than this and now people are mad. It's kind of a, a lose lose situation right now for Just them. don't have a
1: countdown. Just say, what? Hey, stick around after Capcom Cup or whatever ceremony and it'll be great and there's a trailer or something there's a surprise. That's all they had to do. Hey, there's a, there's a surprise. Yeah. no don't worry about a countdown
0: it's i mean i'm fine with the you. countdown i don't know i'm not mad about that i, I think it was just it a is, weird marketing choice it what. is like a really big game it got a lot of people talking about it, it got a lot yeah. of people to watch and i think that that's all effective i mean sure i would have of course liked a more substantial trailer like that's where the issue is, in my opinion I, that's where the issue is rather than having the timer i thought the timer was good marketing. i would have been
1: okay i could would have been okay with the the very short teaser if they didn't hype it up so much that's I, I. think the timer is what made that disappointing for me.
0: Also, you know what's hilarious is that as people were waiting to watch that trailer, I was getting in my ear. All right, fill a little bit more time. All right, David, fill, fill a little bit Bro, more time You, s- on the, you on saw a, me in her yeah. desk. I was it,
1: with
2: everybody in the room, keyboard. <laughs> yeah, Marine right, right. too. Marie, gotta, David, fill a little go. bit more
0: time here. like i was cracking up internally me
2: Uh, and brian f were sitting there in the in the in the lounge and we were like god i'm so glad we don't have to be there right now (laughs) i'm glad we're not on the desk
1: right now." (laughs) everybody hated you yeah everyone everyone hated you it was the worst
0: well it was it was yeah i mean i can see that uh did anybody at the event go that's it um nobody that i talked with was like that that nonplussed about it but you know we're like at an event in person, like we're hype anyway. Like we're probably not the best. Like, like we're probably more likely to get hype considering all of those other things. Like we're you okay know, in person. But, like,
1: but you know. yeah. should you should you cry over Ryu's foot? Is the Did question? St. they Saint Sankola, Sankola, almost lost his mind when Ryu's foot showed up. He we is just an reaction. excitable dude. Let, we let saw the reaction. Let me tell
0: you this. You, you think he's making it up, but he's he, absolutely not. No, I don't Before... think he's making
1: it up. I'm saying he was almost crying from seeing Ryu's foot. I didn't almost cry until I saw Ryu's dick, is what I'm getting at here. He should have waited a little bit longer, and then it would have been worth the reaction, I think. that's all. Let me tell you, the first
0: time he got hype, we haven't talked about it yet, but they also announced Capcom Fighting Collection, which has games like Red Earth. This dude, Red got Earth, dude. so hype for Red Earth. When he saw Red Earth... He went wild. He was pounding he the desk. He really death. like Leo. Is he just pounding so hard that the, that the uh, Red Bull cans actually fell down? Like he for Red Earth, he's just an excitable guy who really likes fighting games. Like it's very he it's very authentic.
2: To, just wanted to Red I'm Bully serious. those cans, man. Yeah, you but tasty
1: Steve was just like, all right, yeah, good job, Capcom. That's really cool. That's really cool, and then St. Cola playing the T.C. Steve role. It was just like that's just him. He's not. He's
0: really not making
1: it. Up. I'm just saying, there's always that guy. Whether yeah, it's yeah, T.C. Yeah, Steve or St. Cola, there's
2: always gonna be that guy. Look, I just want to say, since we brought it up already, I'm super hyped for that collection. Again, I was a big fan of the anniversary collection. I know a lot of people out there weren't. But this one seems to be a little bit more robust. It seems to have Dude, more training V-Sab modes. with Box. Box. That's
1: cool. What's, what's in it? What's Sab in it? So it with, okay. has
0: mm, it has yeah. all the Dark Stalkers. All right, then it also has Red Earth yeah, uh, Cyberbox. Uh, all,
2: by the way, all three Dark Stalkers, all three Dark Stalkers, because those last yeah. two did two ever get a console release? Those, those last two never really count. Uh, Dark Stalkers Two, aka Night okay. Warriors, was on Saturn. And it was uh, okay. a great port. It was Saturn and then also, was of the perfect ports.
0: Red Earth, Cyberbots, Hyper Street Fighter 2, Super Gem Fighter Minimix, and Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. They all have rollback netcode, and all the fighting games will have training modes. It's going to be $40. It's going to release on June 24th on PlayStation 4, X-Bone, Switch, and PC.
1: So Is Red Earth that. a fighting game? Is there going to be a training mode in Red a Earth? fighting
2: game? It's a yeah. fighting game. Yes,
1: yeah. but, but you it's, don't get verses from the get go. You have to earn well, It's verses, like half right?
2: verses. Ha- it's like half fighting, half RPG kind of game. Yeah, so. just, yeah there, that's there, weird. there are
0: there yeah. are four, uh, if four playable characters that you can do verses with. Yes, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe they'll allow you to play with the other characters. I guess we'll see. I wouldn't be too yeah, surprised because they are I, changing it for training mode at least.
2: And Veritas, uh, the reason why they probably didn't do it for all those games is because they just weren't as good at it. Like, I'm sure what they learned from doing the training modes for the games in 30th anniversary, they probably got better. Because it even looks like there's input display and stuff like that on there as well from the CyberBots footage. I'm sure they've spent some time trying to get better at it. It'd be awesome if they patch that into all of the 30th anniversary, but I really don't think that's happening.
1: (laughs) When's... when's Rival Schools man they keep putting out these classics and they never why, why no Rival Schools ever like, yeah is there like an IP
0: issue
2: or something
1: yeah there was, must yeah. be like do they not own the characters does Akira own the characters or something
2: they cool are idea. waiting until they hire me to make Rival Schools <laughs> 3 and then they're gonna do the collection I swear to god my <laughs> idea for Rival Schools 3 would will be so sick like it is the coolest game
1: oh
0: Arika not Akira yeah yeah alright alright yeah. So Fire me
2: for Rival Schools 3 Capcom, please.
0: So uh, this logo, right? What do you guys yeah. think? What do you guys think about this logo for I Street Fighter 6? I, I personally well, if, if people haven't heard about this yet, like, before we so here's how there it looks. It is. There's Apparently a logo. also there is a uh what is it? Um It's Adobe, Adobe. Stock. Adobe. Adobe right. it is. Yeah. An, it's two different. There's an Adobe stock thing that looks very extremely similar very to this close. SF with the hexagon now. around it.
2: I've also seen a different site with a stock logo that looks very similar to this. Okay. I just don't think that this is particularly hard to come up with.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. (laughs)
2: Like, it's Street Fighter VI. What do we want to do to represent? Let's put a hexagon.
0: Let's throw the letters in here. Wow. (laughs) See, hexagon, because it's the sixth duh right very, But then right, also, very deep you don't get it it's yours, no however it's there may be a double meaning here because also luke is supposed to be like an mma fighter and he fights in the hexagon everybody
2: right now having said all that's,
1: that that's an, an octagon
2: having said that
0: you don't know that you don't know how it is I, I, in I, capcom. Do, I do in the I capcom do. universe he fights in a sexagon a, a sexagon huh yeah, that's equally ra- valid as hexagon. They both mean six, but in different. Yeah, but languages. no one, no
1: one. Says Sorry, everybody. No one it's says called that. a
0: hexagon as well. It's equally valid.
2: <laughs> all right. What are your hopes for Street Fighter? Don't I'm here. Here's the yeah. thing. I, hope I for mean, Street like Fighter six, James. Having said all of that, though, I don't like the logo very much. But again, a lot of people know this already. I am not a fan of flat, simplistic logos like this. I just, I, I want. The old school fighting game logos. They're always big. They're crazy and Street Fighters always had the red, orange, yellow gradient hit tinge to it and you know, Street Fighter written out in crazy ways. Like I just like that's that's the kind of logo that appeals to
1: Well me. the future's now, old man, and the future is monotone and gray and, and boring and everything like to be a fucking app.
2: And there's, you're right, about exactly. It there's no outline See, to it anything. It has, has to, to be, be, be nothing but solid colors. And It has, has to fit on an ugh. app like
0: that because it's going to be involved with the Street Fighter Six companion mobile app, it which will allow you to send, send your guys, your characters around to various missions that you have to select on the mobile app. You can only send World them, them a few times per them. day. And if you want to speed it up, you can pay some Street Fighter bucks in order to i you know, speed it up.
2: That I don't that's it. Like, This is
0: this is gonna happen, everybody. Is like, that's and that logo right there is gonna have your notifications on almost the app. for sure. If you almost look sure. like
2: if you look like look at Street Fighter Five and you look at Guilty Gear Strive and you look at KOF Fifteen. All the UIs are boring now and it drives me up the wall. Like when that 30th and 35th anniversary comes out and you see that every fucking machine in Cyberbots has a different UI, including the main boss whose meter is charged up by the skulls around his life bar that you see how far he's charged up because the eyes and the skulls light up. Like you're going to understand how cool UIs for fighting games can actually look. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, I don't Listen really hear that much about stated, this logo thing, I want it but... to
1: look like I'm in a Chipotle every time I play a fighting game. <laughs> Chipotle. That's how uh,
0: you I look. <laughs> I definitely understand why people don't like this logo. It's quite, it's quite uninteresting. But I also don't care.
2: I mean I do I do. I do a little I, bit. Just because <laughs> like I said, all the previous Street Fighter games have had a very consistent style with the name. Like if you look at Street Fighter all the way through Street Fighter five, it's been pretty consistent. Uh, the fonts are different, but the, the stylings of it, the colors yeah. are, are the, have been the same and everything like that. And you know, I this just feel like also
1: the the first numbered Street Fighter without Roman numerals. Whoa. All of them have had Roman numerals.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, all new beginnings. Uh, I do want to address something before we get off this because we're way past time. For sure. Uh, Onomisu in the chat said it's a placeholder. Guys, this is not they may change the logo now because of the bad reception. Oh, they this definitely will. Placeholder. They put hours and hours and hours and hours into market research trying to figure out what people would like. This was a very serious not play, you don't launch shit with placeholder logos, guys. That's not how things work. Not how it works at all. You don't make a launch with a placeholder and say, I oh, will fix it later. You do that with, like, bugs in games, <laughs> but this is, like, the branding. You don't fuck with branding. Yeah. So they may, they may change it now. They probably, like James said, we will yeah. change it now. But it <laughs> definitely was not placeholder. That's not how things work.
0: Yep, I agree with you. Yeah. I totally they agree with you.
2: The, they definitely wanted the hexagon theme there, but you put the hexagon there and you write the entire Street Fighter word mm-hmm. across the hexagon in bla- black, red, orange, yellow gradients, you know, with cool exciting letters <laughs>
0: just- well we'll see if they do that all right, before we move on give me one character who wasn't who you wouldn't necessarily expect to be in the launch roster but who was like in the last game where randomly nash showed up and mika and birdie nobody cared about any of those characters and they all came back which character that nobody cares about comes back in street fighter 6 launch roster? eagle eagle comes back actually excellent answer to be honest
2: saddam they have to change his name. <laughs> well, not only that. There's, I, I've heard there's other reasons why they, they couldn't get him into five either. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Um. My answer is. Don't say twelve. T- otherwise, I'll be. I'm not. It's I. Even I know that it will not be twelve. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, I'm gonna say Remy.
1: Fourteen. Remy.
0: Huh? I'm gonna say it's Remy. I think. I think Remy is. I think Remy or Necro are really like totally plausible you could i think they're both cool already but like you could change them in a way that would make them maybe more I, I
1: do think they put more third strike characters in this game That's yeah i think I'm so imagining. too
0: i think I so mean, too.
2: i've already said if i made a street fighter 6 it would be a spiritual sequel to the three i would make mm-hmm. it very folk people
1: are demanding they they push right. forward the story Everything's Mm -hmm. been a prequel to three. People are demanding it. Okay,
2: let's talk about this a little bit. I know we're out of time here, but (laughs) we're way
1: past time. We're way past time. We don't
2: need stories. Like I just Street Fighter's not about stories.
1: No, are you? You you are no way, James. You cannot host a whole show about KOF and then say Street Fighter story doesn't matter.
2: They are equally important. No. Street Fighter story has never made sense. Like they didn't even get their own KOF story makes a lot of sense, oh. dude. Like, there is so much characters disappear from the game because they are injured or they have kids or they're training. Like, Street how many Noels are in that game? Happen? There are no Noels in that game.
0: How many Noels are in that game? Look, fighting game storylines, none of them are good, and the closest are all NRS. That's it. Yeah, that's Look, <laughs> the,
1: closest, Chundley, the
0: closest. The closest any Chundley, fighting game storyline to being good is suddenly.
2: Fought Bison in Alpha series because he killed her father. And then yeah. after defeating him, he reveals that he killed her father. And then she gets really pissed about it. So now she wants revenge against Bison for killing her father. That's like literally the sto- the, the 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 ending sequence of Alpha One, Alpha Two, Alpha Three.
0: Hugo like, wants to be a potato. There are very bad stories. Yeah, Gil, It would be very, very, very nice if they Dudley's made it a real car, story,
2: right? Gill stole yeah. Dudley's car.
0: It yes, doesn't matter. That's
2: the thing. Street Fighter is not about that. KOF but, but is about that. But it could be. That. It
0: could be and it should be. It could be and it should be. It won't be? But it could be and it should be. All right. We uh, are we good here? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. <sighs> <sighs>
2: That's the beautiful thing uh, about it, right? Cuz they can bring back a fucking Bison again even if Shadowloo's gone. They don't have to get they, rid of they him. They just take characters been...
1: in KOF 15.
0: Dude, Nash yeah, is like his face is sewn back together. It. Yeah.
1: There's a All reason right. for it too cuz they're, they're I just think they're equally dumb. I'm not saying the Street Fighter is less dumb. I'm saying they're both awful like equally uh. bad fighting game storyline. All
0: right, what else happened? Oh, yeah, this Capcom season final, the CPT. All right, here's what happened. There were a whole bunch of matches that we don't have to recap all of them, but uh, there were 20 different matches for people around the world instead of having the Capcom Cup. Obviously, there's an Omicron variant going around. They canceled the Capcom Cup event, and they did this instead. What? before, I guess we'll t- maybe talk about a couple of the matches maybe, but before that, James and I were there, and James, you want to talk about your perspective of it?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, from a production side, from the side that we were on, uh, I want to say it was actually one of my favorite events, I feel like, mm. that I've ever worked on. Um I was really happy with, you know, the production quality, the production value. And yeah, it definitely moved a little bit more towards the, quote, esports, unquote, side of things. But, you know, I have been shouting from the rooftops for years about how we can do that and still be like inside the NBA on TNT when Ernie, Kenny and Charles are like yelling at each other and memeing at each other and just saying stupid things. And I felt like we got to do that. And I felt like that was the greatest part about it. At the analyst desk, we were allowed to be... Idiots. We were making jokes about beating Ken's meat and like making puns <laughs> and like we didn't have to dress in blazers or anything like that. I mean, you were just wearing t shirts like the whole time, right? So like, I wore a ten year old t
0: shirt, and it I it was even a t shirt that like made fun of Capcom, kind of
2: because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was and it was one of the <laughs> darkest histories of Capcom ever. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and and so I just I really was happy about that and even while we were there i felt like the 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 the, you know we were taken care of nicely and everything but also it's just i thought the production was really cool i don't know like the whole thing for me i felt like we got to be professional but we got to be fighting game community you know what i mean Mm. like i felt like we didn't lose our personality we got to be Kind of who we are naturally. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're not going to be dropping f bombs left and right on on commentary and stuff like that. But we still got to show off our personalities, and and I really. I like mean, that, so. we haven't
1: done that on commentary since like twenty twelve. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> we've been past that. Just dropping f bombs. Oh
0: oh oh yeah, yeah for sure. You know, the
1: occasional slip up happens, but
0: yeah. No, you're. Anyways, you're right. David, how
1: do you feel about all that?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it too. It was a lot of work. It was my first time doing an entire weekend of just the hosting duties. I have done that in the past for briefer stretches, but that was of uh, basically four four days of um, of herding cats and of trying to pay attention to like which which next two things are going to be coming up and trying to pay attention as well to what other people around me are saying at the same time so that I can like respond yeah. or decide who should talk next or whatever. Um, so it was definitely more mentally, uh engaging engaged i guess than regular commentary which is you know it takes it takes brain power for sure but it's like maybe i'm just so used to it i don't know it doesn't feel like it's like difficult at this point but for hosting it was definitely more it required more brain power i think than than the normal stuff that i do
2: (laughs) your role yeah your role was crazy that's what i'm saying yeah you were there from the start to the end you had zero breaks dude it was i sure power to you
0: more yeah, power it, to you. It was pretty tiring, but it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that, and I appreciated the opportunity, for sure. Uh, very happy with how it went. Um, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll tell people when I think that I didn't do well, but I also think that I did do well this time. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I really appreciated it. And as far as, like, was it esports? Definitely. It's, like, obviously esports. Like, of course. Um, we had to shill products. Like, it's definitely <laughs> esports. Uh, it had the very fancy background, for sure. But it's like this hybrid, which which I am okay with, which I'm cool with of it's it's FGC esports. It's not how other Mm -hmm. game scenes do esports, but of course it's esports. It's just an FGC take on that many of the people involved in the behind the scenes like the production crew are fgc folks like one of the one of the dudes who was uh, helping us run the cpt all year in fact um, is a Honda player and like he w- was going to our locals as well like with that, like everybody else before <laughs> right. before uh, covid hit and um and and even other people who i guess i don't know if it's like public that they work there or not so i'm not going to say but like there are other people Blow that out, coward. lots of people know who also work there at the same time so it, it's an fgc kind of crew and yeah i mean i thought that it was a good mix of like look we have like stuff we need to do we have to show these products um capcom wants to announce look, the thing I'm at a just, certain time so david like drag on a little bit and you know let everybody just like stare at me while they're hating me as i'm like blathering on to try to hit this specific time yeah we definitely got our personalities across and i had a lot of fun
2: there was definitely times where me and jeremy like even just at like combo breaker or something we had to like talk forever because one of the players went to the bathroom and everybody's yelling at us everybody and they, like stretch yeah yep. and so you yep. know it happens all the time right and i just sure. want you to know you might have been shilling some of those products i only read rb stuff And there was definitely genuine love and passion. That's true. You are a big
0: Arby's fan. I ate
2: two beef and cheddars and one chicken sandwich and a mozzarella stick that weekend, and I was happy. So I'm look. I'm telling. I I even got home again. Olaf is a big Arby's fan as well, and like him and Kitty were like, "Where's our Arby's? Did you bring us any Arby's home, dude?" (laughs) Should have, dude. I am. Definitely, like I said, I have all the history of Arby's. I know their yeah. menu by heart. I love their stuff, dude. I there was no shilling on my part.
0: <laughs> I actually well, didn't eat any Arby's meat because I don't usually eat meat sandwiches. It's like I I'm not opposed to it. I don't never do it, but uh, I didn't. I assumed that there was cheese or like otherwise something that I didn't want to mix yeah. milk and meat or whatever in there, so I didn't even open it up. Sure. But yeah. I did have the curly fries. And curly fries were good, so I can vouch for sandwich,
2: that. The chicken sandwich would have worked for you. That's just lettuce, tomato, oh, chicken, it was, and okay. bread. Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. There's no cheese on those.
0: What are you gonna do? Um, yeah. All right. Well, you know, I, I hope people enjoyed it, but meets, I guess that's the it for my end. The
2: meats, meats, the meats, the
0: meats, what did you think as of somebody watching it? And I'm sure you were stuck closely, like glue, to every minute of this Street uh, Fighter Five event.
1: You know. I don't like Street Fighter V. Everybody knows that. Not my favorite game. But I actually did watch the majority of it. Mm. And before I talk about what I I think about the the event and um, everything that went along with it, I just want to say I was so happy to be watching it because I'm so ridiculously proud of how talented my friends are. You guys fucking killed it. David, you were incredible on the desk. It's like you've uh-huh. been doing it your entire life. James, your your commentary was on point. I think it was some of your best commentary you've had in a very long time, and I don't mean that like derogatorily. I, I think you just fucking nailed it, dude. Uh, Marine, Marine, I'm so very proud of. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think she has a bright future in the FGC if she wants it.
0: Agreed.
1: Uh, so I yeah I, I I watched it because of that. I wasn't watching for Street Fighter. Yeah. I was watching because. David was on the desk, literally saying whatever stupid shit was on his mind. I was watching because James looked like he was happy and in, in his element again, you know. So it didn't. It wasn't really about the the Street Fighter or anything like that. I just I, I thought everything was great. Um, everybody there killed it. Everybody was great on commentary. I loved how the the desk worked. Um, it just seemed like a really good time overall for you guys. I think my biggest complaint was the commentary camera looked uncomfortable. Like it didn't look like you guys are very comfortable in that. Like it seemed cramped, but that's like my biggest complaint is the commentators didn't look comfy. You know, like that's, I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a great event. I'm super impressed that Capcom was able to throw that together shout so out, quickly and out, sh- pivot and
2: shout out to blue coast. Uh, honestly, they're the Yeah, yeah
1: it, it, it was
0: super impressive. Yeah. Super they're the production impressive. crew.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was great. I. I I had a great time watching it. I really, really did. Also, praise be. Thank you. Street Fighter Five can now die. I hate you. Burn in hell. Let's go Street Fighter Six. So happy about that announcement officially. I mean. Can't wait.
2: From my perspective, like I just felt like uh, from the matches perspective, like. I thought the matches were good. I'm sad there weren't more close matches.
1: There was a lot of blowouts, man. I felt were... like the players wanted to see that teaser just as much as we <laughs> did.
0: There were literally two five fours out of the twenty.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of sad. lot of blowups,
2: but I mean, there were a as, lot of blowups. As for the results, though, I think there was a lot of important things. Like, I'm glad. That Higuchi and kuano both won their matches. Although I swear to God, it looked like Mago did not practice at all for this yeah. or something. But yeah. you know, it was really cool to see the younger generation in Japan. You know, just start to do their work. Uh, I think it's pretty clear that if we do get a patch in March, that Luke and maybe Boxer needs to be
0: <laughs> a definitely Luke at least. Boxer alone. Yep, definitely I Luke actually- at least.
2: I actually would like to leave Boxer alone. I actually don't even think Boxer's even close to being broken. He's just really good against some of those specific characters, basically, that are really strong. But Luke definitely needs to be a little toned down for sure you
0: know, you know a, a mike lee story i heard about that i heard that as soon as his match was over he was streaming uh, vampire that is so funny <laughs> <laughs> it's like right in there that's great uh, yeah i mean the matches i thought that, that some of them were fun of course the best one for sure was uh idom versus punk where punk um Ended up winning five to four, and it was super close. Really, really good set. Like, I'm, I am glad that that one happened to be towards the end of things. Like, you know, it's towards the end of things because it's like two like really well known players. Obviously, they're really good. So that that was a good call. But like, it yeah happened to be that that was the best match of the whole of the whole weekend. Shout out to those, those guys.
2: I agree with Jihad Joe in the in the chat as well and i don't feel like they're rushing street fighter 6 i feel like if it was the five era street fighter 6 would already have come out and we would have a arcade modeless you know no one player content street fighter 6 already and i'm glad they're taking their time they did announce don't forget that there will be a capcom pro tour 2022 so uh, mm-hmm. that was officially announced, uh, just with That's one true. little slide. That's true. So I don't think we're done with Street Fighter Five yet. I mean, we yeah, we're not. Oh no, year. we we
1: have we'll we'll have the farewell year, but whatever. Everybody's gonna be thinking about six. Can't wait for six, baby. Give me that Street Fighter Six companion app. I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm putting all my fighters all over the let, world, let me, and I'm let practicing Let me, guess, every let me day. guess,
2: Tubo. When Street Fighter Six comes out, and is honest. Now you're really gonna be able to show the people how well you do without no, all of want, the bullshit No, I want mechanics. the dumbest
1: cheap shit possible. What do you mean? Yeah. What? I don't want honesty. I'm not an honest. But what does that even mean? I'm a
0: scumbag. Give me the Give zany me stuff, here, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's get wild out there. Uh, for, for Street Fighter v, I felt like, it, as we've talked about before, I do wish that they had not canceled Capcom Club and instead had postponed. Because even literally, like, next month, there's a very good chance that we could run a big event without being super concerned. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some some places in the U.S. at least are opening up. Well, everything's open. You know I mean? They're not requiring even mask mandates anymore um, yes. in some places. So... Is that a good idea? I don't know, but like it no. does mean that the situation is very different than <laughs> it was when they canceled it at the beginning of this year. So I wish that they had waited a little bit.
2: I just I, I do too. I want to address one thing. Uh, Rio uh, Ayanami in the chat says still don't know what honest means. Honest basically means you're winning in the game in whatever microcosm that you've determined is fair and valid when i hear rob tv talk about how cutting is honest and footsies based and you know
0: <laughs> dude imagine I'm thinking bad. that character is fair I'm like bad. she she's she's good and she should be good and it's good that she's cheap you know what i mean those are all positives don't <laughs> yeah. pretend that she's not any of those things though she's obviously really good and cheap and it's like yeah, extremely yeah. strong the stuff that she does which is cool that's yeah. not bad uh anyway so i i uh, other than the Idom and punk one i don't even know like if any matches really stuck out in my mind i'm looking back now through the results bagel's
1: baby comeback was exciting for a bit that yeah okay yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah. he was down like five to one or something he won two or four to one and he won two and then he obviously lost yeah he kind of blew it yeah but there were several five o's there were several several five ones I don't know what the deal is, really. I mean, I su- suspect that part of it is that some of these matches were like the first place versus the second place in their respective regions, and like that's you know probably just it's like better versus not as good player, well, to be honest. Also, and and some of them seem like, as James said earlier, Mago seemed like he hadn't played fighting games in a couple of months, and, and some of the like, other
2: he was on Street Fighter League, so uh, no. yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know how that could be. And then and then other players seem like maybe they just like had other things going on and like weren't entirely invested in the outcome
2: that was definitely true for one particular player it's not my place to air out people's personal stuff but i know one player that went zero and five definitely had some very personal things going on in their life oh okay you know shout outs to them uh, okay by the way (laughs) but also another thing too is i think a lot of these players you know yes it's stressful playing in the capcom cup qualifier but you've already just gone through a bracket You're kind of just like, you've been playing, Mm. you've got the adrenaline, you've won matches, you're building up your confidence. Sure, you practice for this exhibition, but you know, this is not like, hey, we're being streamed at 3am in the middle of the night in America, like this is 50k people watching you. Nerves will play a factor for that. And a lot of these players, that they're online players, they've never had that offline experience and stuff, so...
1: Well, do you guys actually know how the players were paid out, too? Do you know if there's any incentive to actually win? Do they get more money if they won? Okay. Hey,
0: James, and what's the format for what we're going to (laughs) see this weekend?
2: So basically, the person who won the qualifier already received $5,000, and then this match here was for an extra $5,000. That's
1: what I thought. That's what they did last year, too, right?
2: Yeah, and and honestly, like... Like you look at someone like Rob TV, Rob TV came out the best out of everybody because a Nephew, although he won both of the qualifiers, he lost to Chris ECH in the exhibition. Rob TV won both of his qualifiers and he won the exhibition. He got like $15,000 for this, man.
1: Like- Not bad. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Make sure you put some aside for
2: taxes, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. I can recommend you a good uh, a tax guy if you need it, Rob. Just let me know.
0: <laughs> how many of them just split it i i'm sure some did like angry bird and big bird is my guess so yeah why wouldn't they it. yeah uh... but others in fact i bet probably most did not but there probably were some yeah um and then uh there was you know just talking about rob versus brian i thought this is kind of funny story so they played um obviously i wasn't where they were playing but you know we We could hear them, like, yelling sometimes. And uh, specifically, I should say, we could hear Rob yelling. And then after the actual match, he was, like, yelling even more. And, uh, And Brian, after that, I saw him, and he was like, you know... Rob, like, needs needs the enemy. Like, he needs the bad guy who, like, he has to, like, really get hyped up to beat. Like, that's his, like, way of motivating himself. You know, fine, everybody's got their own way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But but Brian was, like, he has to, like, invent somebody to hate. Like, he and I are really good <laughs> friends, and, like, he, and he doesn't wish anything bad for me. But, like, for those, like, well, however long that took, he has to, like, hate the other guy. Ugh, yeah. Brian F., ugh, oh, that guy mm-hmm. is, I hate that guy. And then, like, after that, I... he's all, like, on adrenaline. He's like, yeah, and, and then, uh, you know, then he's just like, all right, hey, Brian. <laughs> like, you know, dude, really- dude
2: yeah. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that, too, because uh, another player that was like that from the OG days was another a very similar, big trash talker and stuff. And I had I beat him at B four, I beat him at B5. And at one point in time, I was talking to him. He was like, the reason why I, you, I have trouble against you is because I can't hate you.
0: Oh like, wow. I have trouble
2: hating you, and I have trouble getting that fire. And it's true. It's like some players just need that, you know, and it makes them. Imagine not stronger. being able to hate
1: James Chen. I, I hate you right now, James. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. I, Fight yeah, me in real I life. I don't even
2: know how that works. Dude, I think I'm a horrible human being. I'm surprised that everybody <laughs> doesn't hate <laughs> me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Seriously, dude.
0: <laughs> False. Oh, man. All right. Anything else to say on this event? uh just it was really, cool yeah it really was cool.
2: overall a lot of fun and just being a part of it actually was really cool and you know i i say this just genuinely because i really did enjoy being there and being a part of it you know obviously i wasn't involved the previous year though i imagine the previous year was probably very bare bones compared to this one right yeah or, mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. i mean regardless it was just it was wonderful yeah it was, it was, great. was a big improvement everybody seemed to be having a great time everyone seemed really happy with everything and uh i mean like i said on my tweets the only thing that i'm sad about is i just thought i looked terrible on camera and i saw josh you know josh collard put up some pictures that he took and there's a picture of me sitting in the chair but it's from the side view and i just look like a giant blob and it's just like it's Absolutely mortifying, and so I definitely need to do something about that. So,
0: well, I will say, as Tubbo was saying earlier, the angle that they had for the commentators was not very flattering. It's not very nice,
2: dude. It was better than the side view. Let me just put it that yeah, way. Okay? okay, I looked better from the front than I did from the side. Let's just put it that Shout way. Shout
0: out to so. everybody who was there. It was so nice seeing so many people who I had not seen in at least two years. Some of those players for a lot longer than two years. So it was that was really cool. I definitely
2: uh, got a lot of good hugs in there. I was happy.
0: All right. Well, I guess that's it for this. So you want to take a break? Bring on my boy bring on the boy we're
2: going to bring on Black Tactic, who's uh used to be a part oh and still is part of the fgc but has really gone on to move into the speed running community so we'll be bringing him on to talk about that maybe try to get his thoughts on street fighter 6 as well or something We'll, we'll see what happens but we'll be right back guys do not go away see you soon Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday Show. And we're going to be moving on to the next section where we have our interview for the day. Uh, Tubo, who do we have on today?
1: We have on my boy, the Blacktastic.
2: All right, let's bring him on. Hello, hello. Whoa, what is that background? <laughs> what? That What's... is...
3: He's oh, in the yeah, digital I'm, age. I'm, I'm right inside Metal Gear Solid 1. Are you right in Tramon?
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, I was about to say Tron. I was about to say Tron, dude. Seriously.
0: You're both showing your age. You're both very much showing your age. <laughs> hey, there was a more recent Tron, all right? Leave me alone. Yeah, in like 2008, man. Was that old too? Oh, no. It's yeah.
1: a long time ago. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, Bobby, thanks for joining us and coming on the show. Uh, for those, those of you that don't know, Bobby is a Marvel shortener, but also a pretty all right speedrunner. Uh, just came back from Sweden from an event. And uh, what we usually like to do is ask you about your FGC origin story. How did you start playing fighting games, when, where, and why, and all that stuff?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, super super yeah, excited to uh, be, you know, talking, shooting it up with a whole bunch of you. Uh, FGC origin story. Uh, so the very first, like, fighting game that I really wanted to, like, get good at uh, was actually, well... I, I was like born and raised on like, you know, like Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo and all course, that stuff. But like what really, really like gripped me was actually Guilty Gear X2 for like the PlayStation <laughs> 2, like way back. I didn't uh,
1: actually even know that. Oh yeah, yeah. This
3: is like way back. I found it for like ten dollars at a blockbuster bargain bin. And then I was like looking at the back of the back of the package and it was like, whoa, like heavy metal and like anime and like, you know, like fighting game. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll try it. And it ended up like, like being like really really sick. And like I I really enjoyed the game like from a casual standpoint. Um, I and uh, like back in like what was it like oh seven oh eight is where I tried to like be like into into the fighting game community through like forums like Dustloop and SRK were like Ooh, still king. Yeah. There was no like yeah. face you know very seldom were like there were like Facebook events for like meetups and yeah. like all that stuff. Like it was still in its infancy at its time. Uh, so like Dustloop ended up meeting up with with a friend from out in like uh macedonia or something was like like 40 minutes out um absolutely like wiped the floor with me did not know anything about any (laughs) mechanics didn't know how to block i guess like it it was it was pretty much uh yeah it was pretty much like the the skill gap was there uh but we ended up like you know hanging out and and you know uh still like learning (laughs) and uh we actually ended up being into one of the organizers for season's beatings, like their like you know, uh weekly like local like meetups. So sure. then I was introduced to a plethora of fighting games, like a lot of like retro fighting games too. Was, like you know, like that, Marvel that, Two and
2: was that Fuji or Chris Galleon? That was Galleon. Galleon mm-hmm.
3: okay got yeah, it. yeah that, that was that was Galleon so uh you know every Wednesday we we headed up to his place he had a basement full of like you know these retro like arcade games and like and, and like my mind as like a kid was like being like blown um also <laughs> being hustled by like a whole bunch of like Tekken players like oh yeah I don't play uh... this game. Yeah, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, gladly my weapons were for free uh so uh, <laughs> uh but but still like I ended up learning like a lot and like getting into the, the tournament like organization scene because obviously you know like one of the organizers of scenes beans was there actually ended up hosting and like working with a lot of the uh local fighting in communities in like uh, northeast ohio for a lot of you know cool regionals obviously season's beatings was like home to like you know you know ohio and and all that stuff so uh you know ended up getting like a lot of uh organization experience a lot of commentary experience a lot of love hopping on uh calling matches for Mm -hmm. street fighter 4 and like you know i love me some marvel 3 marvel 3 is (laughs) was like what kind of like started it all for me for you know traveling and all that that's like,
1: dude. That's where I thought. Like, that's where I thought your actual origin story was. I didn't know you even played Guilty Gear before. I tried Marvel Three. I, I, I
2: very well tried. <laughs> the, 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 He's like know. played Guilty
1: Gear. Yeah, yeah.
3: How'd you get? if, if you see, Yeah, that's a Guilty Gear. But how'd you get good? Or how'd you get like kind of like known? That's that's definitely Marvel Three.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely when we yeah met as the the Marvel Three days. And uh, you spoke a little bit about commentary before we move on to other stuff uh how did that start what game did you start commentating was that marvel 3 and where
3: it was it was locals for like street fighter 4 and super street fighter 4 because like i was like helping my uh locals and regionals uh you know out like any way that i can and i really did definitely did love doing like the you know on the mic podcasting thing you know i'm really making things you know exciting and hype uh there were a lot of people that i looked up to in in the fgc you know basically for that so i was like one of those hopefuls uh marvel 3 wasn't until i think it was like one like whenever all like six or seven that i like went out to like okay. the uh, east coast and um and started you know chopping it up with uh um one of the smaller streams there um and then started like you know getting on the mic for there then you
1: chopping know, it up so what you're saying is you are a mic vulture
0: <laughs> yeah I, I didn't, I didn't, you were a mic vulture i know be, the moves but, but everyone was i mean yeah, that's how at it was
1: what you were yeah everyone was a mic vulture
2: right. so, not yeah. not look vi pulled me onto the microphone okay,
0: okay. okay. not me either but like okay. other, yes. other, other than yeah. literally us forced to do it like literally got, we were the only was, exceptions
1: i got forced to do it too it wasn't it wasn't i didn't try but anyways everybody's a, a mic vulture so don't worry about that
3: yeah but uh, <laughs> um but you know uh, judging from like you know how kind of like accessible it was to like, get on the mic there because like you know there, there was a lot of not only like talent for commentary was developing but like production for streams were mm-hmm. too so it was very much a community effort at like you know helping each other grow in that aspect to like make this you know the, the 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 grand stage that it's right. supposed to be for you know competitive esports like um from like then till like now like i do a lot of commentary for uh, i don't know if you know about power rangers battle for the grid mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. i've actually uh, casted uh, the battle for the grid uh, league finals nice. i've done the combo breaker look alive for uh, top eight and also you know dream Band beyond and like all that so you know very very want very still wanting to be you know a part of the uh you know, the casting scene and like in that fighting and community because like Power Rangers Battle for the Grid kind of like, kind of like is like the like new Marvel for me, like in a way. Yeah. So, you I know, I, I kind of like hold on to that a little bit much. <laughs>
2: uh, do, you play, do you play it a lot though? Are you, are you competitive in oh, yeah. Power for the Grid? I, uh,
3: I, not as competitive as like, you know, like as was like <laughs> traveling for like Marvel 3, but, you know, it, it's a, it's a really nice game to that you can like hop on any platform and try to, you know, uh, go through its rollback yeah. neck code and all that stuff. There's, there's still Plus a very dedicated, there's still a very dedicated scene for it. Right. I mean, like, right. you know, uh, and they've been, uh, uh casting their, uh, you know, at tournaments at the, the FGC events that have gone offline and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, still yeah. a very, you know, young, growing force that I'd like to see, you know, blossom. Uh,
0: you know, yeah, it, sometime it, soon. It was at Frosties. I mean, I, I saw people mm-hmm. playing it there and, and heard commentary for it for sure. Um, so so you were you were playing Marvel Three. Can you talk a little bit about how your playing career went in that game? Uh <laughs> not, yeah, not let's really anything about like that. all that
3: stellar let's radical. talk
0: about that bobby <laughs>
3: <laughs> um i think i was one of like five to seven captain america teams playing in that but uh i ended up making a couple of uh top 16 got like one to two lousy Evo points back then i actually didn't end up uh going to evo but like you know it, it was still a really good experience because like you know uh, i i really really cared about Um, you know, growth in that game and like kind of like traveling from like you know, Midwest to East Coast and like uh, seeing the power, the power levels or the skill levels of like you know, people from like all these different regions was like it it was so like stimulating in that sense of like you know, uh, because you know, you can be like really good at your locals or really good at your regionals, but then you can just get completely mopped by a Ghost Rider Phoenix Doom combination and you're just like. Okay, maybe all right, I I gotta lab it up for this, you know, the, this specific moment. This, you know,
0: that the, sounds the like negativity. it's autobiographical.
2: <laughs>
0: Excuse the
3: projection, but uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: now, have you and Tubo ever played in a tournament or anything? Not a, not in a tournament, but uh, we have played in a, in a couple
3: of exhibitions where I did a uh, Storm Tac Infinite Him on Parsec. But uh, nice. okay,
1: but 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 what was the score of that first of fifty? Uh, you know, I forget. You know, Twitch deletes its bots <laughs> like uh, every fourteen days. I, I believe it was like fifty to thirty-eight. It was close. Oh, that's that's close. not bad. It was. It was, close. The, first, it was the
3: first time he ever beat me in a set. Uh, okay, so,
1: it's true. That's so, true.
3: But yeah, it's
1: but it's the last one that counts. That's the one that hurts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> even so at, at one of these uh, <laughs> charity speedrunning events like that, that that just took place last week. Tubo sends in this like what however much donation with a comment of oh you still gotta see me in next game though. And yeah, we're talking nice. about this today. And I'm gonna use this platform because you're bullying me. <laughs> and I want like 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 two hundred dollars <laughs> offline okay. wherever you wanna meet up, it's gotta happen, Marvel Let's Three.
1: Go. Let's go. go. Let's do
3: it.
2: Let's do it. Double breaker. Double
1: Let's breaker.
2: go I'm on PS4. I'll do but,
3: it. On-
1: on whatever, uh, we, we can even go back to the glorious Xbox or PC. Well, I actually, I I can play 360. Whatever console, I'll play on anything. Actually, I can I can cover it all.
3: All right. Well, yeah, you have you better be able to be first of Cover your first uh... of fifty. <laughs> fifty. Oh my god!
1: How first much? First of fifty for two hundred bucks. First of fifty. Two fifty, bucks, 50.
0: 250
3: each. So when I get five hundred,
0: guys. All right, hash it out somewhere else. All so right, you look, look, look. So obviously,
2: you know, fighting games are about competitive spirit and all that stuff like that. But in a way, speed running is kind of similar, right? So you have moved on to speed running. Talk to me about how that transition occurred and what are the similarities between speed running and fighting games?
3: So, um... Yeah so so we'll we'll do this like starting back in like 2013 or something when I really wanted to like stream when you know uh when I was going to these tournaments and events and like you know casting and I really wanted to you know be that's you know a certain you know personality in like the FGC uh, I'd say. So um I tried streaming. I tried streaming fighting games uh, with a really dinky capture card with a Acer laptop that was like $400, like oh, you know, integrated wow. graphics. Like it was really difficult. Especially laptop, with a like, thousand with this, degrees. Yeah. With, with this, like, you know, one <laughs> megabyte upload, like it, it just wasn't happening. So, um, um.
1: 240p, baby.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but but at the same time, like when we were doing like local fighting game meetups, we always like ended up with like watching Twitch and like watching what was going on on Twitch. And besides, like you know the you know uh, the casted fighting game uh, esports and all that stuff, there was speed running. There was people, you know going for the best world record time in Super Mario 64 and, uh, and and like Mega Man and like all that and and that you know that really fascinated me and and I'm pretty sure like a lot of other FGC members as like a you know it's still like a combination of inputs to get a resulted outcome you're doing a lot of combos per se in this game yes and uh, mm-hmm. and, and you're you know you're grinding this out to perfection right so um, there sure. was uh you know, a couple games that I really wanted to play, you know, Castlevania Symphony of the Night was one of my first ones. And that's when I started, uh, you know, streaming this. And not only was the community like, you know, ever the more welcoming and accepting and like willing to help out, kind of like, you know, definitely like the fighting game community when you, you know, just go, you know, go to your locals for the first time or, you know, are really trying out a new game or a new character. You know, they kind of like took care of you in that way. And then there's also this really nice competitive spirit of the fighting game community or, or of the speedrunning community, um, you know, <laughs> oh, via the yes. leaderboards. Uh, so you can, you know, compete with your friends for like a really good time or, you know, compete to be the absolute best because a lot of people weren't. And uh, it was a lot of healthy competition because where else would you find people like you, you know, trying to get under fifteen minutes in a Castlevania game for the regular Nintendo, you know?
1: <laughs> right.
3: It was a very, very niche community, just kind of like right. the FTC was when the stre- when streaming was in its infancy. So, like, and you, you know. and
2: you also get to talk smack to losers like Olaf Redlin, who have you have defeated in Bloodstain. <laughs> you have a better ra- talk your smack to Mike, Damn, right? Apple no, off. dude talk your smack oh, right no
3: no because no, he's gonna count cal- he's gonna challenge me to kof and then it's <laughs> gonna be all over but no like and and and, and that's and like that's kind of it right like a really nice overlap between like fgc and uh and speed running where you know you you kind of want to be that sort of like perfectionist in the game that you love uh, for a game like Bloodstain, for like me and Olaf, uh, it was a lot of you know, you know, a, a nice fun characters with fighting game inputs that I can play on a you know a hitbox or a fight stick or you know anything like that, anything to you know make it cool because we really liked that game. Uh, there's there's always like something for everyone, especially when it comes to you know picking a game and speedrunning. Um,
0: so just it, like your like your fighting game career, I'm curious, like, what are some of the things that you have done in speedrunning?
3: Um, one of the famous things that I've done in speed running was introduce people to a lot of fighting games. <laughs>
1: <Man>. <laughs> well done. Well, well done. done. Yes. Yeah. Let's well go, done. Let's go. That is, um, that is a good way. way
3: so at, at like, at like, uh, various, uh, like, like the, 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 the main like fighting you know, main speed running event is like, you know, games done quick, you know, GDQ. Everyone kind of like knows about that. Um, when they were doing like offline events, still they were doing like a partnership with, uh, you know uh like like an anime convention you know bringing their arcade cabinets over and most would be like fighting games and like all that stuff i've made the i've made the most amount of friends just sitting down on an ultra street fighter 4 cabinet or street fighter Mm -hmm. 5 cabinet you know introducing people to like you know the game and like you know it's kind of like laughing along because people love fighting games and people also like you know like being in that little like competitive spirit you know building those uh uh those bonds through camaraderie and, you know, this, you know, very much like thing. Um, and, and yeah, it was great. Um, and then there's a whole nother, like other aspect of it where a lot of these people come together for the charity cause as well. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, and I, and I've, uh, taken notice to a lot of nice charity efforts within the FGC and that were kind of, uh, you know, kind of homegrown, like akin to those, uh, you know, like GDQ, like before it, oh. um, people, you know, really do want to help, whether it's being good at a game or whether it's, you know, helping someone like on their feet with immediate aid, um, like, like, like that overlap, I, is really, really, uh, common within, you know, these, uh, two circles. And I hope people, you know, get to you know, realize that a little bit more.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no. I mean, so, I mean, I, to, to like, kind of cut the story short for viewers out there, you, you transitioned to becoming a full-time streamer. And in doing that, I've noticed that you stream for charity often. How do you, how does that happen? Like, I, I, I feel like I don't see enough streamers maybe doing that. So I'm curious how one goes about streaming for charity, because I I looked into it once for myself and Mm. it seemed really difficult kind of just to get that going, so how did you make that happen?
3: No, I, I I think the very thing that you got to do, first of all, is just like find a cause that, you know, like hits home to you, you know, whether, whether it be, uh, you know, trying to help people from starving or, you know, building schools or protecting trans kids or like anything like that. Sure. You really, you really need to, um, find something that, that resurrect, you know, sorry, not resurrect, uh, that, that resonates with you. Um, cause you'll be passionate about it the most. And, and you don't want to be like any sort of like fake whenever you try to like push for something. Um, w- when it came to like, uh, you know, doing the charity stuff that I'm, that I'm into now, I I've done a lot of, uh, business with, you know, uh, helping people with, uh, you know, with nourishment and, you know, helping people get like clean water, like around the world. Cause you know, uh, you know, growing up in, in, in pretty, you know, uh, poor parts of Northeast Ohio, you know, there, there were very seldom chances where we actually had, you know, really clean running water from faucets and like anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know there are people in a way worse position than I was way back then. So uh, if, if we can get them that, that, that's sort of like immediate aid, then, you know, that would be something that I can feel proud that, you know, to do. So, you know, definitely pick something that that's with you and stick with your community because, uh you know your community will definitely you know see you through it. You know and no matter how much you raise whether it be you know tens or hundreds or thousands something is still something. Something is still an amount. So you you can definitely feel proud in something that you created to you know better help someone else like like in the future in the long run or immediately
1: so, so when you when you're doing that as a streamer how do you actually like make that happen though do do the do they do the orgs come to you do you like put feelers out there on twitter do you search them down and content them directly like how do you go about making that process happen
3: yeah uh, well there's a so the site tiltify kind of makes it a little bit more uh you know okay. easier than ever for mm-hmm. like is that the tiltify.com larger- yeah. For like, for like okay. the larger brand and like charities and like, there's still like, you know, uh, there's there's an ever growing list of like local charities that you can benefit as well. Um, there are, and for like the immediate aid, you can, you know, link like through like a chat bot or a command, like, you know, right to like a mutual aid fund, you know, and then you can, you know, keep track of it through donations and like stuff like that. It'll, it'll probably be a little bit more work on your side, but you're already doing this. Why not, you know, push through sure, it right. like you know, a little bit more, you okay. know? But, you know, there are tools that, you know, that are out there that that will uh, that will help you, um, especially when it comes to uh, interaction uh, through the, you know, the viewers and you. Um, you can also like, uh, you know, use things like crowd control that would actually uh, <laughs> go right to the charity. And while you're spending money, you can like make little effects in the stream happen in real time. Mm. Uh, that was actually oh, one of the things that uh, cool. that we did in, a, in a, at ESA. And that was I was actually a oh, part cool. of, which was really really cool.
0: Can Can you talk about that event?
3: Uh, yeah, ESA was uh, it's called the European Speedrunning Assembly. Uh, mm-hmm. they actually have a rotation of uh, charities that they do uh, benefit. This year for the Winter 2022 event. Uh, it was for Alzheimer's Foundation, which was uh, for the Swedish Alzheimer's Foundation, uh, which which we ended cool. up raising over one hundred dollars for. It was their absolute largest uh, that they've raised for the event. A lot of people came from all over the world for a week of speed running and all that stuff, and you know it, it was pretty magical. You know, it's, you know, being at a controlled in person event again, like. Uh, and, you know, everyone complied with, you know, the social, you know, the, you know, the, uh, the, the COVID restrictions and like all that stuff. So it was pretty so contained.
2: Where did it take and, place?
3: Uh, Malmö, Sweden. Right? So you just Malmo, came back okay. from
2: Sweden then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> Yeah. It, it's kind of like the, like the European uh, GDQ and like mm-hmm. that aspect mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, uh, but people come in from all the, over the world. So I'll some people from, uh, the, uh, uh the US as well that we met up with nice and and a lot of the people there are
0: actually real fighting game enthusiasts they're <laughs> actually pretty pretty good that's cool can can you um can you talk about how you choose which games to speedrun like what attracts you to a game um so this was like a pretty like tough part of me when when I whenever
3: I was like growing as a speedrunner because there are really popular games that you can that people will want to watch immediately There are the Super Mario 64s. There are the, you know, the Mega Man 2s, Mega Man Xs, and all that stuff. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Metroid. Um, I tried very hard to, like, you know, touch a little bit on that, but like through games that I loved, like, to begin with. Um, Mega Man 9 and 10 were like really cool games that came out, like, way back then on the Nintendo Wii or like on very, you know, contemporary consoles. And um, they, they, you know played a lot like the classic mega man games that they all loved just like without like any of like the lag or like the mm-hmm. archaic hardware that, that you'd have to like you know gather so um there's a little bit of that and kind of like you know uh, going back to that bloodstain thing where there are extra characters in games that just play play different that have like a command list of sorts and that are really fun sure. to play um you know, you can go fast, do like Hadouken's. like like most most <laughs> of my runs actually are on like a hitbox or a hitbox like. Uh- uh you know controller yeah uh, okay just because you know if, if it really feels like a sort of like you know fighting game or like arcade platforming game in that way is that a
1: problem so, in the speedrunning community do people care about controller usage
3: no. I, I don't i don't i don't think so all that much uh i think the fighting game community kind of pushes for a little bit of uh you know accessibility within ergonomics in that in that sort of uh, aspect you know people already know about like the you know at the socds and like how you know how controllers today are kind of like wired so that there are no like illegal input or like mm, anything sure. like that. Um, so I, I think there's a bit of a you know big understanding. Uh, damn, James is just Tetris, uh,
2: it's
1: just Tetris, dude. You gotta convince them to switch, yeah. you oh, gotta no, convince no. them, man. But see, that that's the whole
2: that's a competition kind of thing, like direct competition. Mm-hmm. That's different than performative, kind of like self, you know, you're not fighting directly with somebody else, and I think that's mm-hmm. where the difference comes from. But I still agree with you, Tubo. Oh, I would like to get them to move on to other controllers, but that's a whole nother topic.
0: Topic, so, <laughs> do, do you feel like there are similarities between how you pick which games to speedrun and how you pick which fighting games to play?
1: Or even fighting game characters?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I,
3: I'd say that's I'd say even like, you know, as far as fighting game characters, because, uh, you know, there as, as many genres as there are, you know, fighting games, there are that, you know, that many archetypes within, you know, characters, you can have to be like really like slow and methodical, you can be really uh, execution heavy. Or if you want, just want to go fast and like you know, really make up for errors with with uh, you know, cool, flashier stuff, or even you know, think of your routes or combos on the fly, you know, you might be tuned to a more faster game, you know. Sure. Um, I think I think when it when it comes to picking a speed game, it's all it's also just you know playing what you love so that you don't get burnt out entirely. Of course, yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah, kind.
2: No, I want to give you a chance to brag here. What are your records? Like, what are, like, what's your, are you number one? Are you number two on any of these? Tell me all of your games. That Bobby has kind of got me.
3: So, yeah, uh, up until recently, I had the world record for Mega Man 9 Proto Man Mode. Um, nice. I am the Bloodstained Ultimate guy. So I have have I have the category sweeps and all Ultimate records in Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 1, Curse of the Moon 2, and Bl- and bloodstained ritual of the night with Zangetsu, uh, which I'll be getting. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, like like it just really <laughs> quickly became a indie game series that I like really loved. Uh, but I've I've also done a little bit of work in uh, Mega Man one, two, and three uh, on the Sega Genesis. Yes, there are games <laughs> for the Sega Genesis, <laughs> um, but the only the one. But yeah, I'm pretty much like a Mega Man and Castlevania kid. Nice. Like like they they're really. Really, really great games, especially with the um you know the additional collections that have come out. Uh, you can now play like the GBA games on like your Switch or on yeah. PC or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, opens I mean, up a whole world. That, that counts as uh, a
2: different category, right? If you play on like the Mega Man Anniversary Collection, it's technically a different platform, different category, right? Or is it? Can't, are you allowed
3: to do that uh, there's so so it, it's definitely a, a, a case by case when it comes to like video games because like some games run on like igt which is like the in-game timer uh mm-hmm. some platforms would load either faster or slower but like um yeah it's just a, it's just up like the community preference when it comes to like the castlevania anniversary collection um the only thing that is uh, it's actually like slower because on an actual like hardware uh, where you put like the GBA to sleep mode or something like that. Like you <laughs> yeah. actually need to go into a menu to do that. It's really weird. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like <laughs> 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 it's like the frame data of
0: speed running. Like when you do right. this, it it's like a couple of, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite things when watching speed running is, is the lingo. I love the lingo. Uh, I I mean, I like lingo in just like in general, it's something I'm very interested in. And it's always cool to me to hear how much crossover there is in lingo between um, fighting games and speed running. Can you talk about that aspect of it a little bit?
3: um so i when it, when it comes to like fighting game like lingo compared to speedrunning lingo i think like fighting game lingo is actually like pretty uniform when it comes to you know because like when you're trying to like transition from like fighting game to fighting game you want to make sure like it's as like you know fundamental and concrete for the terminology as possible like, yeah. like this, is, this is like my opinion um for super mario 64 or something like that when they just found a new trick called the Derek or the Gumi or something like okay.
1: that. <laughs> Goomy know, Goomy. Nuanced. <laughs> oh, come on,
2: the
0: old Gumi <laughs> What do you mean yeah, F- fighting games have the Mamma Mia, right? Come on. Oh
2: god.
3: <laughs> fighting Ips, do y'all really want to uh to, to, to take the Mamma Mia? Do y'all really want to
2: play no. mama Mamma Mia? <laughs> no. Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I mean, come on. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so
3: yeah there, i mean <laughs> yeah, th- that's probably like the best example that i probably could have you know given sure um, yeah oh man but, like i mean there there are stuff as like you know such as like you know frames and uh you know frame rules that you know a lot of people need to uh you know adhere to especially for like the older nes games to actually get like a sense of like rng manipulation which is really cool but you know o- other than that you know <laughs> <laughs> the speedrunning terminology is a wildland of uh, <laughs> of sorts. Uh,
2: I mean, like, I, I got to wonder, because, I mean, with speedrunning, there are so many games out there, so many different people, but mm-hmm. you, do you still kind of consider it kind of like a pretty tight-knit community? Is it a still pretty, like, you know... Uh, 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 you Absolutely. Know? Yeah, okay, so, I mean, most, yeah. like, if you're famous in one game, you'll probably know them if you're, even if you don't play that game kind of thing, right?
3: Yeah, because uh, uh, there, like there's a lot of people in or, sorry, in the uh, speedrunner community that, you know, people definitely, you know, respect because, you know, they've had their times with like, you know, those sort of like genres of games and like whatnot. Um, and then like, a- a- again, when it comes to like uh, socializing with each other to begin with, this is still a mostly online community. So you'll still find like the same names and personalities um, in like those discords or, oh, you know, in those Twitter threads and you know anywhere else where they'd be able to match make or you know uh, drum up some data on or technology on how to further you know take down the time in speed runs
0: well cool yeah it's it's just it's very interesting to me oh my last question there is so there's crossover between fighting games and speed running but how come there isn't that much speed running done of fighting games I know it exists. I looked into it for a while. I thought about doing third strike for a while, but I didn't well, find that many. The,
3: the Daigo Kawano set was pretty quick, wasn't
2: it? <laughs> All, right.
0: All right. Also, some any
3: percent All five right. two. <laughs> oh damn! Okay. Dude. All right. Okay. Oh man. No. Nah.
2: Nah. I, mean, I mean, like, I, I've well, you, I've thought of it too. Like, I've always said I wanted to do the. Uh, Street Fighter EX Trials speed run, you know, kind of thing like that. I think that would be fun.
0: I want to play well, the CPU and see who can beat it the fastest. Like, so, there's so, not. Yeah. I, I know we were like running a little bit low on time, but uh, there
3: are no, there is a little good. there is a little bit of like. A, uh, there are a couple of uh, fighting game people that do uh, some speed running for like the old arcade games. Like, Nerd I think Josh. like yeah, Nerd Josh had like the Street Fighter One world record right. for like a little bit. That's right. Um. I know like Dandai like had like a whole bunch of other like stuff and like you True. know all, all these like other like uh you know old school like uh Street Fighter guys and and the arcade people and the arcade like speed runs of like you know like Street Fighter 2 and like uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 are actually like really sick. Like okay. like the AI like, like AI manipulation and like all that. <laughs> it's like it's like just making them like look like dummies. When... Right, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, so... I think it's something that you should uh, check it out.
1: Okay, with all cool. the crossover real quick, with all the crossover between speed running and fighting game players, who is the best speed runner slash fighting game player of all time? The best speed runner slash fighting game player
3: of Taking all in time. Taking into consideration
1: their fighting game accomplishments and speed running accomplishments, who is the greatest? The smashed count. Sure. Yes. yes sure. Absolutely. Sure. All right, all right, all right, all right. Then definitely,
3: I got, I, I got to put in my uh, hat toward uh, Armada. Oh, Armada, like one, one of, yeah, one of, well, yeah, exactly. One of the one of the former <laughs> gods of like melee uh, does Super Mario sixty four. Yeah, uh, yeah, know, actually, really, right. it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really really right. cool with like the you know the uh, uh, the European the speed community as well. Uh, we've had a whole bunch of uh you know overlap with uh, Smash players going to like those events as well. Like they're all they're also like really good guys. Cool. Cool. Someone also said Silent Wolf, Silent Wolf. Yeah, shout out to a Donkey Kong Country player and 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 and, you know overall like SNES uh, player as well. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like overlap. It's cool.
2: Where do you fall into that category, huh? I I am not the best. (laughs) 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 I I, I, I personally think
3: Bobby's the best. I'm I'm the Captain America of. uh... I think
1: I think I think you could definitely be considered top three in that category for sure.
3: Uh, that's a pretty high honor, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Anyways,
1: well, well, yeah, you said we're out of time earlier. Where final, can
2: – oh, wait. James has final, one more question for you and then question. after that,
1: let us know or let everyone know where they can find you and plug your stuff. Yeah,
2: I asked this to everybody. Where did Blacktastic come from? I mean it, is there a particular story behind it? The name. Uh,
1: the name. Oh, the name. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's I, like, well, my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this thing,
2: you know, when a man <laughs> and a woman love each other. You
0: know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
3: it was actually like, um, like part of like the local like fighting game community uh, gave me that name for whatever reason because I did not have a good fighting game name. What was my, your name? Uh, it was Ex Testament before the Guilty Gear days.
1: Black Tastic is way better, yeah. Blacktastic <laughs> sure. is way the Black Tastic is way better,
2: way like, better. Ex Testa, I was like, "What?" Meant? Oh, okay, yeah, right. T S T Ness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. To get on,
3: but uh, but yeah, I, I guess I'll uh, I'll, I'll do the shouts here and then where you can find me. I'm always live Monday through Friday at Twitch.tv/slash/theBlackTastic, either playing you know fighting games like Power Rangers, Melty Blood, nice. Dragon Ball Fighters or uh, trying to kick tuba where his ass and some, uh, you know, some Marvel three. Um, I also do speed runs of retro and indie games. Um, and that's pretty much like where I am. I do a whole bunch of like uh, charity work as well. So if you want to, you know, have, have some fun, I'm always there at twitch.tv slash and on Twitter as well.
1: This, uh, this dude stream is pretty sick. You guys should
0: seriously give it a follow. Thanks for coming on, man. Cool to talk to you again.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank All you right, for, for
1: putting me on here.
0: Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate
1: you. Peace. All
2: righty. So that was Blacktastic. Thank you for uh, coming on and talking to us. And again, you know, video games. I just like celebrating video games. Speedrunning is like fighting games are about like peak performance in competitive in a particular genre. Speedrunning is like peak competitive skill in like all video (laughs) games, and I love it. So (laughs) I definitely love it. All righty, let's move on to the next category here. So we're going to be moving on to some 5-5 matchup questions. Uh, Every week we try to come up with something for us to talk about. And uh, recently uh, there has been some conversation on Twitter that I thought was really fascinating, Uh, kind of went in different directions than I was expecting it to go. Uh, So you see see here our... um, Summary is how to express displeasure over a game. This came uh, in general from a Twitter post that Rob TV put out, a little video where he was talking about how in and out fries are trash. And, you know. Correct. If- You don't want to eat them. You don't have to eat them. So if you do not like a fighting game, stop keeping yourself playing that fighting game. Move on. Play something else. Let other people enjoy the game, etc., etc. Kind of giving uh, a little bit of a, you know, just talking about like don't torture yourself by playing a game you don't like. Now, this kind of uh, spawned from uh, a bunch of people uh, talking about... um, Certain you know players, people. There's definitely we should more not than one. Yeah, and and okay. Well, Sanford is definitely one of them who's been talking about Street Fighter Five and how he does not enjoy the game and he dislikes it and it's a bad game, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. And you know, if you're someone like Rob TV and you're you know beating everybody, but people are saying it's a bad game. You know, it doesn't feel good, right? <laughs> no one feels good about winning at bad game kind of thing, you know? And so he started talking about that. And interestingly enough, then PR Rog responded to... um to Rob TV saying, you know, kind of... Not saying that Rob was going soft, but he was just like, oh, this is the soft kind of stuff, you know? Like, you know, we should just be allowed to hate on a game whenever we feel like it because I hate this game, you know? Like, because P.R. Rob was like, I hate Street Fighter V, and, you know, we should be allowed to express this kind of thing, right? And, you know, Rob responded back, was saying, oh, but, you know, it's it's different kind of situation, you know? He was uh, trying to... Uh, not be as Rob TV in the response of that. But uh, in, in the midst of that, I really thought it was really interesting. Chris Tatarian came up with a really interesting response in my opinion. And he was like, but here's the problem as a person who succeeded in street fighter four, I have to play Street Fighter V. I don't have that choice because I'm a professional fighting game player. This is something that I need to do. And so even if I don't like Street Fighter V, this is something that I have to keep playing. And in response to that, someone actually said, you don't have to play the game. And that if you are playing the game just because you need to succeed, that's selling out, you know, that kind of thing, et cetera, et cetera. It was like, you don't have to do this. And so, uh, and, and again, I don't think this is drama. I actually don't think this is drama. I think this is actually a legit, like, really interesting conversation. Uh, I don't know if you guys think the same way, but this is something that's, you know, the reason why I brought it up and wanted to talk about this because I thought that this was really interesting. How do you, as a player player who, let's say you are good at Street Fighter V and then Street Fighter, because I did this with um, uh, Ryan LV when Marvel 3 was really popular. He was talking to FChamp one time and he's, and this was right when Ryan LV got sponsored and he's like, I really want to do well. I want to do good at MVCI and this was before MVCI came out and I looked at Ryan and I was like, I'm just telling you right now, you probably will not like MVCI because you mvc3 was his first game and i was like you're gonna have to let go a lot of that stuff if you want to continue to succeed so there is this kind of thought process of being able to succeed especially with a game like street fighter 6 on the horizon all these street fighter 5 players all of a sudden are going to experience something completely different and do we yell at them for saying Street Fighter 6 is garbage and 5 is the best? Do we get mad at them for feeling like they have to play 6, etc., etc.? Well,
1: I think, James, the most important thing to point out about all of that is even if you're a pro player, you're a pro player because you're choosing that profession. You do not have to do it. You can get a traditional job. You can go back to school. You have options. You do not have to do that. So that's a... Really, really weak argument, in my opinion. Nobody has to play Street Fighter for a fucking living. That's just not, that's not real life. Also, uh, it's, if you, uh,
0: oh, go, go for it, go for it. I
1: was going to say, if you really want to, I understand. that, But that's a, a want and not a, a have to. You're not forced to do that.
0: And in addition, it doesn't need to be with Street Fighter V. There are other games that have the ability to make money in them um many several other games anyway have pro tours as well and some of them have paid out you know as much or whatever as the capcom cup has um so you don't need to play any particular one now you have a particular set of skills it's hard not super easy to jump from being like a great player street fighter to being a great player in tekken or whatever else you want to play right it's not going to be immediate but um you definitely can make that that said like i don't want to i don't want to undersell that too much because i i understand that there's there's a big pressure to continue to be a good player in whatever game that you whatever series that previously you were a good player in there's a lot of pressure there and you're right that like in a literal sense you don't need to do that there's no requirement but nevertheless like the pressure is real and i i understand people feeling feeling that uh that said like if I, I mean, with for me personally, when I don't like a game in the past, I have been pretty vocal about that, um, at least at times, not always, but at, certainly at times. And I don't know what that got me. I mean, it didn't get me anything like positive. It didn't particularly get me anything negative either, to be clear, but <laughs> it didn't like it didn't like help me or I don't know. And and in the meantime, I was like getting into arguments with my friends about how I thought their game was terrible. And like, then they were mad. And I don't know, like, why did I do that? (laughs) Like, who cares? (laughs) Why did I care? I don't know. But I definitely did at the time. And and now now I don't bother. I mean, I don't like every game that's out, but I don't need to have that argument. Maybe it's just because I've been there and like I've seen this happen enough that I'm finally like over the idea of caring about what somebody else enjoys in a fighting game. Like, it just doesn't seem relevant to me anymore. Yeah. But like, I've also been doing it for a long time and it took me a long time to get to that point. So I shouldn't really expect that other people would, you know, would not want to get in their own arguments or whatever. Cause I, I did it for a long time myself. Um, yeah. and, and, and nowadays I do, like I said, I, I certainly don't like every game. But, on the other hand, like it's that experience of really thinking some games are ass and then my friends being like, "Oh, they're cool because of this or that." that did that did help me figure out that it's not the case that there's some objective good. there's no there's no objectively good fighting game. It's entirely subjective in every case. And that just it didn't necessarily mean that like I now like the things that I didn't like before, but instead it's like giving me, more of an insight into the fact that there is positive there are positive things in other games even if they're not ones that I care about mm-hmm. there are there are su- subjectively positive things that are just as viable for other people to care about as I care about in the games that I that I personally care about
2: yeah i mean Uh, For me, it's an interesting position because one of the reasons why that I do what I do, you know, with the commentary and and, and trying to spread the gospel of fighting games to people is because I do want this to be something that they can do as a career, right? That is, that has always been one of my goals. I want guys like Justin and a Christatarian or a Sanford Kelly or whatever to play fighting games. And, you know, they don't have to be, you know swimming in money like scrooge mcduck or anything like that but you know definitely would be cool if they could oh what if they were because be, that would that would
1: make for great content.
2: That'd be great content, but they wouldn't need it anymore. So, <laughs> but you know that's the thing, right? Like, so for me, you know, I would like to see that happen. So I get where a lot of these players are coming from. That's why what Kristatarian said, you know, actually resonated with me so much, right? But at the same time, like a lot of people in the chat have been saying, a lot of like a lot of you guys have been saying, and like I said to Ryan LV. This is video games. Your livelihood is in large control of forces out of your control, right? You don't get to decide what the next game is going to be like when this it comes out, games. what the patch is going to do to your game or your yeah. character, right? Yeah. You, you just have no idea. And in especially in the case of Street Fighter, like for Guilty Gear and Tekken players, <laughs> it hasn't been that crazy until Strive. But for Street Fighter players, I mean, again, we make the jokes all the time that all the four players, every, all the thir- three players hated four, right? All the four yeah. players hate five, and all the five players are going to hate six. It's yeah. going to happen. Like, there is no way you're, the, the, the people who grew up and played five and currently love five aren't going to hate six. It's going to I happen.
1: can't wait to see Just a Kid's Twitter feed. Dude. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. To be fair, he did he did actually come in in the scene at the end of four. Yeah. So he and did he did play four, but still I think he's gonna hate right. six. I just have this feeling. I can't wait. So, I can't wait to watch his pain.
2: So it's interesting because I also do agree with Rob. <laughs> if if the game causes you that much pain, don't play it. Don't write about it. Yeah. Don't engage yeah. in it. Just get the hell oh, away man. from the game. I <laughs> I think what Rob Rob was trying to say is like
1: damn Sanford like come on man like yeah. you're clearly like this is affecting you Are mental right. health bad like it's not okay like give it's it's not worth it is I think was what he's trying to say and it's, it's not worth it, it man it's
0: so rarely the case that anybody really makes significant money from playing in i mean how many cases are there a dozen people in fgc who really make a lot of money playing maybe maybe. i don't know if it's that many and it's not sanford so don't play the game if you hate it right right. play it man
2: the money stuff definitely came from the christitarian side of thing from sanford and rob they're definitely talking more about just the the love aspect of it and i've talked to sanford about it street fighter 5 is the most anti-Sanford Kelly fighting game I think that could possibly exist like it, it, he's he's in the same category as Nuki as a player like this game just is not made for you so there's no like you know it, it's just what it is I mean people who are in the chat right now who have been on my stream try to get good at Street Fighter 5 and I told them go play something else this is not the game for you in fact, one of them, I even bought them one of the games. I was just like, here, Aww. just go play this game instead because you'll enjoy this game more. And, like, that's just the thing. The, the beautiful part about the FGC right now is, especially right now, there's like seven bazillion fighting games to play right now. Dude,
1: we're in, we're in the, the true golden age, I yep. think, of yeah. fighting games.
2: But having said that, you know, coming from the Christian standpoint, I totally get where he's coming from because there is this relevancy. Yes, you're right, uh, Tubo, that you can get a regular job, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean this is kind of that dream. You have this opportunity to try to succeed at doing something that you love and you enjoy. That's kind of the American dream. That's what they sell us since we were kids, right? And so, you know, the reality is not going to hit a lot of people. (laughs) Hell, I don't know if the reality has even hit me yet. You know, that's the thing, right? So, uh, you know, I get it. I get that they want to complain. And so kind of going back to how do we complain about the game? I mean... Obviously, you have every right to talk smack about this game, and if you don't like it, talk your shit, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, like, say what you want about it, but don't let it affect you mentally, right? I mean, even as much as I like five, I will 100% say that I like five better than four. Right, like I like Street Fighter Five so much better than Street <laughs> Fighter Four. However, if you sit down and talk to me, I will tell you all the problems with Street Fighter Five. I will be able to tell you everything that I think is wrong with Street Fighter Five. Just like I can tell you everything that I think is wrong about Street Fighter Four. Just like I can tell you everything that I think is wrong with Super Turbo, right? There's just sure. it's just they're all different games and there's yeah. not gonna be one that's objectively better than the other. Yeah, it's all just it's, it's
0: all except just for subjective. it's definitely
1: Street Fighter Four.
0: In my in my opinion, Street Fighter Four is the weakest of the, the best of the major game. Street Fighter series behind um, marvel three I, de- I definitely have it behind five two and three for sure <laughs> um, but but like that that's i i enjoyed it a lot like i certainly played a lot of it i commentated a lot of it and i wasn't like making myself angry and doing so you know what i mean like i enjoyed right. it for sure mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah if, if you're not like that if it's not the game for you just Pick pick something else. Play something else. Enjoy a it. Top game. I, a top pick a top game. <laughs> well, I mean, look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my 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 maybe even more honest opinion is that I think that it's rarely the case that the that the reason for the complaints, at least at least the like very loud repetitive complaints, is the game. I don't think it's the game. Maybe you don't like the game, but I absolutely don't think that the game is the reason for the continued repeated complaints. That is, that it's coming come from somewhere else. I don't know. I'm not going to diagnose anybody with anything, but it's uh-huh. coming from somewhere else for sure. Yeah, and Doctor you know, remove yourself Brand. from these negative situations if it, you <laughs> continue to find that you are being provoked by the game because it's not really the game, right? Figure out what the issue is. I'm I don't know, but it's not the game for sure.
2: All right, moving on. Moving on. So uh yeah, okay. I, I wanted to respond to the chat about some of the opinions. I agree a hundred percent, uh, Tex. I will say that much. You know, and again, like I said, I can go back I can go back and forth. On one day I will sound like I am the biggest Street Fighter V hater. On the hey, next day, give I, I love it sounds like I love Street Fighter V too much. It's just the way it works. And shadows to Give a, a bit. bit too much. Exactly. Look at this. Gibbo bit to uh, TXXT, Tetsuya5963, IRMF, Subatar, Melody96, Gene uh, Decay, King Vasuki, uh, Guya Gamey. Uh, Yosbury and Wander we
1: we'll get some UCTV kisses in the
0: chat, huh? Nice work out there. Thank you very much for the gifted subs, the 10 yeah, gifted subs. Thank All you right, let's much. get into the 5-5 five, five matchup viewer questions. As per usual, what we're going to do is highlight a few of the questions that we got, and we will allow you to vote. James will be setting up the poll, so think about which one of these you want us to talk about, and you'll vote for it after I read these out. Number one since logos are a hot topic now what are your choices for best and worst fighting game logos should number two should tos and fighting game devs work together on creating exclusive event content for attendees at big events for example special sf5 costumes or colors for attending combo breaker and then number three Should Street Fighter 6's aesthetic be designed to appeal to a younger generation? There's your three. Is it set up? Yep,
2: it is set up. up. And remember, subscribers can vote twice. You can use that for two different categories if you are a, you know, uh, fair and balanced person. Or you could use them both for the same one if you are a cheater.
0: I see. I see. And make sure you do exclamation
2: mark number. Exclamation mark number. Do not just type in the number. Do exclamation mark number.
0: All right, I voted twice for the same one.
2: All those cheaters out there, dude.
1: Like a filthy cheater.
2: That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Just like me. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. I'm the only fair and balanced one as the content creator of this, as the person answering these questions. I don't vote. I let you decide my fate. I will not have a part in it because I am honest and I am. Screw this result. I'm picking my own question.
0: It looks like one in three.
2: (laughs) Yeah, one is going to do it. One One is
0: the winner for sure. Yeah, let's do let's do it. All right. Let's
2: do it. The poll has been closed. The poll has been archived. We are answering number one. Man, this was actually the one that I hope would not have won. Yeah? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't have an answer for this.
1: Well, think of one.
0: Yeah. Also, get ready with your Google so you can Google the ones that we talk about and show everybody how terrible they are or great they are. okay.
2: What, are, what would be my favorite fight? So, with logos being the hot topic right now, what are your choice of best and worst fighting game logos? I was well, I'm trying to think of like if there was like any particular fighting game logo that I thought was super clever and that I loved and I can't think about it.
0: Here's what I'm doing right now I'm going to twitch.tv, I'm sorry, twitter.com slash JChenzor. Because Mm -hmm. you had some tweets from earlier that included some logos that I thought were truly bad. Oh, yeah. uh, (laughs) Rival rival schools united by fate. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very ugly, I thought. uh, My immediate reaction to that was that that was terrible. Um, So can you please Google that and show everybody (laughs) what that looks like?
2: Yeah, hang on one second, if I can find it. Uh, you said it was the rival schools one.
0: Yeah, rival schools united by fate. Okay. Uh, What's going on with this logo? And it's ten fonts and different colors. And-
2: <laughs> That's what makes it so good.
0: Yeah? yeah. Good, huh? So here
2: we go. Here's here's the rival schools logo here. Okay. Uh, whoop, there we go.
0: Look at this. What happened? what happened? What happened?
2: It stands out. It are you, stands are, out, though. Is it, is, a
0: it a, is it a brush, like, on the R and L of Rival? Or is it, like, very pointy, like, United by Fate? Or is it... I don't even know how to describe the middle section. <laughs> it's spooky-ish. Yeah.
2: I mean, honestly, like, it's obviously based off of the Japan logo. And one of the interesting things about... uh. You know, if you look at Asian countries, their logos are usually, uh, actually, I shouldn't call it. What Japan
0: logo do you mean?
2: So if I go to Project Justice logo here, uh, you'll see. No, I guess it's not this one. Uh, Let me see. United Uh, by uh, Fate logo here. So this logo here, I mean, if you look, I just saw the Japanese one. uh, I did uh, too. Right here. Right here. So okay. you can see that it's they did the U.S. one based off of the Japanese one.
0: Yeah, but it still looks bad yeah. there. It's too. The same idea. Yeah, same same yeah, issue. but
2: that's the whole concept. Japan and Asian countries are very much obsessed with logos using the 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 the, the actual katakana characters. Like if if you're in Japan, you'll very rarely see logos with pictures and stuff in it. You know, it's it's just well, how I'm not.
0: To be honest, I'm not sure what that has to do with my my distaste for it because it, it, it could be <laughs> it could be words or not. It's James, it's the James
1: just describes what you don't like about it, but in Japanese, <laughs>
0: right, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's cool if it's in another language. Like in my mind, of course, it's in another language. It's in that other country, mm-hmm. um, but it has the same issues. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I think it's a nice looking logo. I mean, I I prefer it this way. Like if we look at all these different logos out here, mm, I also like, theming. I oh, also like theming on the logos as well.
0: A lot of these are awful. Yeah, some of those were nice. Some of those were nice for sure. Uh, what do I like here? Not a lot, actually. Soul Calibur 2 is a classic one. I think, I that's think nice.
1: none of the Tekken logos are good.
0: Oh, I, I, this, I highly this- agree.
2: The Soul Soul Caliber one's pretty good. This one's yeah. Soul
1: Caliber is just... strong. Yeah.
0: Soul Caliber one and two, pretty strong. Yeah. Tekken just looks like Tekken's are all exploded. bad. They look like mush. Yeah. 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 Mush is a good way to put it. Except for Tekken Four. Tekken Four is like metallic mush.
1: Uh, that's yeah. It's still yeah. They're shit.
0: Hey, what about Jesus, MK11? It's... That one is my favorite.
2: MK11 is a neat one. I I like what they did with that one. It's how clever. they used the eleven in there. Yeah.
1: It's clever. Uh, I'll give it to him.
2: Let's see. These are all Namco games over here. Here's a whole bunch of stuff over here. Pocket <laughs> Fighters cute. The Marvel vs Capcom 2 logo is pretty dang iconic to be honest with you.
1: It's pretty iconic, yeah. I really like uh I really like CVS2 and I really like uh what call it? You just had it at the bottom, Power Stone. I like Power Stone 1 and mm. 2 logos.
0: There's CVS, but,
1: C- but... CVS2 is great. What, that's is C- is one. CVS2
0: on here? Yeah, that's no, one. No, no, that's CVS2
2: one. is not here, yeah. Uh, I do like the Vampire Savior logo. I do like the Vampire Savior logo. Uh, yeah, that
0: one's nice. Can, can you put up CVS2? Uh, let me see. And MK11? Just so...
2: Com versus SNK2 logo. There it is. Modern oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. This Whatever.
2: One. I like
1: it. I like the colors. I think they pop. I think it's super easy to read.
2: Yeah, the MK11 logo just was cute. just clever yeah. because of the, the, yeah, the look 11 that. in the Yeah, it's like yeah, that. a good
1: one. It's a good one. That's good a really one. That's cool a good one.
2: one,
0: yeah. No, I like that.
1: Especially yeah. for I'm not a fan of the Dragon logo. I never have been. Really? That's yeah. So iconic, it's it's kind of, It is iconic, but I just never thought it looked cool, even as a kid. Even as a kid? Wow. Yeah, I know, I know that I'm alone on this. I, I yeah, got made fun for of sure. for from my
2: friends.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. I
1: heard it. Like, I, I know that I'm alone. I just thought right. it was always cheesy. Right. But, it, not, I mean, like, not, like if
2: you look at, like, uh, this one over here, like, this is what I mean. Like, see how all the Street Fighter, even though, you know, um, they change over time a little bit, they still all have a very constant theming to it.
1: Yeah, they're all, they're all McDonald's colored. Yeah. Uh, they're all and, the the and, red and yellow. Can In you put
0: uh, SF Six up here again, just just for contrast, just like have it on the tag here?
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, VIA tweeted a picture with both of like all of the Street Fighter
2: logos. Right. Yeah. hmm mm-hmm.
0: There you go. <laughs> so
2: that's the Street Fighter Six logo, and then, oops, here it is. This is the the other Street Fighter logos, right?
0: Yeah. Sure is.
2: I it's just I don't like the departure of the theme. You know what I mean. I I do I do think that's a bad idea.
0: What does Primal Rage look like? I don't remember that one.
2: Primal Rage. That's the one with the claw mark on it, right? I don't it's like, I really It don't looks recall. like a trident. I don't almost Kind of thing. Or... No.
0: No. Yeah, this is the one that I was thinking of. Just on that's fire. That's the one
2: that I'm thinking of with the claw ah. marks off of the E. Oh, uh, yeah. I never realized like
0: those claw marks. That's, that's kind of nifty. <laughs> Nifty. I can't find it.
1: Primal Rage. Rage is a wacky ass game. Anyway, give me,
0: give me your give me your worst one, Tubbo. You said you like CVS2. What's your worst? Yeah, yeah. Uh pro- dude, probably like all
1: the Tekken logos. I think they're terrible.
0: Okay. Okay. Damn, yeah, really? I
1: think they're real bad, yeah. Oh, and Ninja <laughs> Masters one is pretty bad too. But uh Oh this one, yeah. Yeah, it's just so generic. I did that in Microsoft Paint. When I was eight. Jeez. <laughs> to would be two hours of Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Made the Ninja Masters logo for
0: sure. All right, James. What's your best I and mean, worst?
2: That definitely takes a lot more effort than this, right? I mean, Is Ninja this your Masters worst? Take, took, took a lot more effort than this. Uh, I don't know what would be my worst. Now you're trying to make me go into the worst? Um, yeah, man, I think it's a shitty one.
1: That Pocket yeah, Fighter the... one sucks. I what? this
2: one the Pocket Fighter one still. the No, that's the so nice. one is actually the like cool it. one. That's a great I one. I think. I, I I like this one, and because this one indicates so exactly what the game is supposed to be. Exactly. Man, everybody
1: hates my opinion on this. So that's okay. <laughs> I, I can deal with it. Well, that I've explains seen what you guys cheer that for. explains
2: a lot of things. Okay,
1: um, I I I've seen what you guys cheer for.
2: Uh. I mean, honestly, I don't like the Street Fighter Cross Tekken logo, just because it's Street Fighter logo, Tekken logo, and some really try-hard explosion in the
0: middle. Yeah, but that's exactly how CVS 2 is, and pretty close to how Marvel 2 is.
2: Yeah, but I don't really like the CVS one that much either, I guess. Yeah, Um, me neither. Haters gonna hate.
1: Power Stone 2 is dope.
2: I think one. the the thing about the Marvel versus Capcom 2 one is I think that they just the 2 ties it together really well. Like I like the way the shape of it kind of even protrudes under but only There's under, under uh here. there's
1: only one bad Marvel logo
0: and that's MVC. NBC. MVCI, Le- sorry.
2: Oh, and what is Marvel
0: MVCI? Versus- the the KI logo I think is really good.
2: I don't even remember this. Oh. Oh, uh, that's right. The Oh, C- uh, yeah, that's right. There's the infinite in the back too. It's, it's yeah, a little worse, I guess. It's
1: okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. I think the other three are much better.
0: Yeah.
2: Hmm. But yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like, I don't even know if I can answer this question properly. I couldn't even tell you what my favorite one is, uh to be honest. Like looking at all these different logos and stuff like that. I'm going to be. James affected.
1: loves them all. I'm gonna Blaze Blue is pretty
0: cool. Uh, I'm going to be more Blue's
2: affected cool. by uh, nostalgia than anything. Actually, someone put up the Blaze that's, Blue. That's fine. Quite Tag totally Battle logo. And that yeah, BB that
0: Tag one? is nice looking too. I agree. Is yeah. It?
2: Like, well, it's which a real do talking one, about. And... This one or this one? This is the crazy one. I like the crazy
0: one.
2: See, I like, oh, I like the, the, the crazy one.
1: I like the normal one better.
2: See, this one this one to me feels similar to the rival school's one, right? So oh, this
0: I, is I'm not sure I could disagree more. <laughs>
2: I mean I, I mean how dude, like how is that not the case? I mean dude, they, in
0: bo- in both cases there's like a shape that's expanding from the middle, but I, that feels like it's just too much. To uh, all
1: the audio listeners, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it's just right. I yeah.
0: fast forward here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I
1: guess
2: that's it if uh,
1: it's useful to tell someone to fast forward at the end i know right yeah, yeah. i
2: know right i mean i don't know like that's a they, lot worse they have a lot of similarities between them so to me i think it's just because i really like the shapes the way that i've kind of picked them is i really like the shapes like i like the vampire savior one because it's a similar shape you know what i mean like to me, that's where a lot of it comes from, I think, is, is is the shapes. Not even just necessarily how legible it is or whatever like that. I just like the shapes of them.
0: I don't really care about the legibility. I, uh, much, this I like your shape, James. Cool. Yeah.
2: I don't. Jesus Christ. Well. My shape is All awful, All right, let's go, move on here. My shape is here. awful. Are you kidding me? Holy <laughs> love crap. your shape, buddy. Ugh.
1: All right. I love shape. you no matter what shape you are. Oh, Indeed. Indeed.
2: Indeed. Indeed. Okay. All right, moving on. Mailbag, mailbag,
1: mailbag.
2: Let me find the mailbag questions that we picked over here. (sighs) Whoops. All right, first mailbag question comes from a common source of our questions over here. This is going to be from Stephanie Brownback. Who asks, uh, Hollywood has run out of fresh ideas and franchises to reboot. Now they're going to make a biopic on your lives. Who was cast as the three of you? What about the other key figures? Bonus, what is the post credit scenes that teases the future of the FGC extended universe?
0: Uh, I think I should be played by 1970s Harrison Ford.
2: No, you
1: can't That's do s- that. It can't be any actor all time. It has to be current.
0: Dang! All right. You know what? Fine. I'll, I'm played by Harrison Ford. <laughs> Old Harrison Ford? Yeah, that's right. Old Harrison Ford. Are they gonna de-age him for you or what? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe they'll figure that out. Maybe they'll do a better job of it than with the Luke situation. Um. Wait. Yeah. Aging. What? What? Whoops. Oh, don't worry about it if you haven't seen it. Well, don't worry about it. Yeah, I guess I am. All right, fine. If you guys don't like that, I, I, I don't know enough actors and actresses. I don't know enough about Hollywood to Just, be able to say.
1: Come on, man. You watch Marvel stuff at the very least. And Fraser. I Frasier, don't know name. Love somebody I said love Fraser. Somebody I'm, I'm married to somebody who does. <laughs> yeah, that means you love it, too. You somebody watch it with her all the time. Somebody says that
2: you should be played by Benedict Cumberbatch. I can kind of see it. The smarminess could be there. Doctor Strange. Neil oh, Patrick sure. Harris
1: would be a great David. Oh, yeah. That actually sounds <laughs> Neil hilarious. Patrick Harris would be a fantastic uh, I, I, That's David. a really
0: good choice. I mean, everybody really keeps nice.
1: everybody keeps saying Seth Rogen for me. Oh, they're both stoners. That's probably a good choice, though, to be honest. <laughs> I that, too. Sure.
2: <laughs> so, my maybe, answer... Maybe Jack Black. I want to be played Holland. by this that's guy. A bit I want to be played by this dude over here.
0: Okay. Who's this guy? All right. Yeah, sure. His name
2: is James Chen.
0: Wow. 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 James Chen. So you Googled James Chen and it came out with a hundred different people.
2: (laughs) No, actually,
0: actually, before
2: it used to be almost just me. And now oh, yeah. this guy has come and taken now over. this guy. There's this at least guy.
0: four dudes, different dudes on this here. I mean, there's guy. at least five, at least six different dudes on here. Yeah, there's oh, many different same, people that, same, same, that appear on
2: same, same, that screen. Same, 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 same. So you definitely, that's not the bullshit. same. The fourth Those one is not the same,
0: same guy. guy. Those are all the same shit. The fourth one's the same guy? The no, no not, not the fourth one. Guy. Not the fourth yeah. one. I skipped him. I skipped right. him. Okay. I said this yeah.
2: one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, and this. One. Those are the same guys. Like I said, this guy took over.
0: Unfortunately, yeah. well, good so, job to do the other. two. Right. Well,
1: this job. this yeah. third row is a bunch of different people. Yeah.
0: Third row, yeah,
2: is different people, but except right. for this guy right here, that's the same guy. But then there's this dude. This one is the best one right there. It's a good picture yeah. of you. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin. Rob, Kevin Smith.
1: Who, Kevin Smith could could play too. But I, I would let him.
0: I'd allow it.
2: There you go. So all right. Will... So
0: there. So we got we got James Chen and Neil Patrick Harris and uh who you go with Seth Rogen? Ultimately? Seth Rogen or Kevin Smith or dude, Kevin
2: Smith? Any would work. Yeah. Someone said if it's the if it's the Liu Kang plays me, dude. Like if it's that new Liu Kang guy, dude, I'm all for it. That guy is beautiful, dude. Like I'm totally down for it. So I'm yeah, he wasn't the strongest actor though. Doesn't matter, dude. He
1: just I don't I you don't know. think he could pull off you crying at Evo, dude. <laughs> I
0: don't
1: think he could pull it off, man. We I mean, need stronger actor. Oh man. Hopefully James Chan can get it done.
0: Who are the other key go. figures? Who who are we casting in our tale?
1: Uh Edward Snowden as <laughs> Keats.
0: For sure. <laughs> Good luck uh, who, finding
2: Edward Snowden. Who played Edward
0: Snowden in the biopic that's actually about Edward Snowden? Because there's, uh, there's a there
2: the guy that plays Keats. Was there huh? one? There was, there was one. I saw it. Yeah. Edward Snowden biopic. Uh,
0: was it Joseph Gordon Levitt who played him? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. That can be a Keats. I'm down. Joseph Gordon Levitt, huh? Okay. Um. I, th- I feel like we would have to have Tasty Steve just play himself, right? Like, I don't think anybody could pull off Tasty Steve except for Tasty Steve.
0: No, you know, Kevin, like Kevin Hart, Kevin, are you Kevin kidding Hart? me? Come on, man. Kevin yeah. Hart is
1: absolutely Tasty Steve. Yeah, he's made for that role. No fucking question. <laughs> if if that, that ever happened, yeah. It is Kevin Hart. God. Come on. Oh, oh yeah. no? No way. Yes. No. that's perfect. Oh, no. Kevin Hart has had to hit the gym for like two months. Good, good to go. Good to go. That's Tasty Steve. Give him some beads. Put a beanie on him. Done. Free. Definitely. That's a wrap. Tom uh, Cruise would have to play Sage Ham. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tell me they don't kind of look alike. Sixty-five year
0: old. Sixty-five year old Sage Ham. Yeah,
1: dude, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to age him down quite a bit. But right, I think yeah. that's the. That's the guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, the bonus post credit scene at the end is uh we've all just had like a very harrowing experience right the the world was barely saved oh boy it was so close but like the world almost exploded and then at the end you know who comes out of the portal to be like all right everybody i'm gonna save it and and everything's gonna be great moving forward gonzo, gonzo. kenny omega pokimane
2: Pokemon, Pokemon walks man. out. Oh, no, Pokemon. Pokemon phases out. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes.
0: Yep. Oh, Pokemon she comes can't. out of the teleport, out, out of the, out of the uh, doctor who, Slans, is, like, uh, who
1: is the guy that played the original War Machine? Terrence Howard. That's that's uh, Majin Obama.
2: Terrence,
0: Terrence oh,
1: definitely Terrence, Terrence Howard.
2: I can kind of see that. Yeah. but it's just that we're a lot old, all a lot older. I think. Uh, with I, these yeah. Actors, you know.
0: Who plays Eris? I don't. I just. I wish I knew more names. I don't know enough people. Uh-huh. But you Who guys do. Ares? You guys definitely oh, know more. Definitely
2: I want. Jonah, I want Jonah Hill to play Hanzo Gonzo. It doesn't like that they don't. Be, they don't fit. But would like I could
1: like No, that would be good. Jonah could nail a Hanzo. That would yeah, be sick.
2: I think that would. Actually that would
1: be a funny. sick role. I would. Yeah, I agree. That would actually be O.D.
0: <laughs> Ryan Gosling, yeah, uh-huh. as
2: Hanzo <laughs> with,
0: with my seventeen model girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> actually, you know what? Tom Holland could probably also pull off like a suave looking Hanzo Gonzo. I think that could. I could work. see. Yeah. I could see Tom
0: Holland. Yeah, I could yeah, see
1: Tom Holland. I, sure. I think that or also, Danny DeVito would work just
0: as well. It would be so great. Dude, what if we just all <laughs> had an old incredible. cast? All right. so I'm, yeah,
1: dude, that would be, oh, man. I, I'm going back guy. to my pick of
0: Harrison Ford, and we, got, right. we got Stay Jam being uh, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. Tom Cruise, Stay And Jam. then Danny DeVito because is someone ago, <laughs> Just because oh, someone so said good. I
2: look like this actor from a long time ago, I will be played by Jet Lee. That's what I will do. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I would still probably be Kevin Smith or Seth Rogen. I don't think that would change very much.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not as old as the other guys, but they're a little older than us, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe Jack Black. That's a, not, it. Doesn't really change much. Jack Black would day. be great.
0: Yeah, he's got a big gray beard. Last time I saw him, he had a yeah, big gray beard. He's an old man now.
2: Jack Black as Hanzo. That would be
0: really good. Really well. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say as uh, Tubbo. I think Jack Black is Tubbo. Yeah, as would I be think great. that's more. Oh, than me. Oh,
2: okay, okay, okay.
0: Anyway, we're saved by uh, Pokemon man in the end. Yeah. Thank God, Whew. thank God. God, just for made it. But you gotta—I mean, she's not saving the world in this episode. That's going to be the uh, next DJ
1: Blue. He got old. <laughs> not everybody Jackie <laughs> Chan, and can do it yeah. forever.
2: Yeah. And actually I, I'm not sure, but like he's looked kinda gaunt in some pictures, so he may have some health oh, yeah? problems. Yeah, and dude, stuff he's like that, he's
1: old, so. dude. Oh, sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. No one's really sure uh about that. I mean Chow Yun Fat would be pretty cool as a James Chen as well as as an old actor playing me as well. Chow Yun Fat is also one of the most amazing oh, yeah, human okay. beings on the planet as well. Like what he plans to do with all of his money and stuff like that, and what okay. he does with all his- you know how like uh, Keanu Reeves still just takes the subway and all that stuff like that. Like yeah. that's Chow Yun Fat, uh, except he's the Chinese version of it. And like he, but uh, he says like when he dies, all of the money just goes to charity. He just says like all of his, everything that he has will just go straight to charity. He doesn't buy anything crazy. Blah 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 blah, etc. Cetera, et cetera So shout out to Chow Yun Fat.
0: All right, let's move on to the question. next one.
2: Okay. That, wasn't that the oh do we that's right we do have a second question don't we okay uh...
1: yeah let's, uh, let's knock and it out then we're out of we're the... outta here knock yeah. it out of the
2: goddamn park you that sounded gross
0: don't be uh... weird everybody beat ken's meat how dare you <laughs>
2: That is not appropriate for the stream. We have to put a mature rating. What is the most distant and remote you have ever felt from civilization? Jesus Christ! We just like went from like some goofy, silly question, like some super serious depression question here. Listen,
1: the last question was super serious too, because yeah, we could make that movie happen. All right, absolutely. And secondly, fuck, man, I don't know.
0: Uh, I got a couple Jeez. answers. Um, my... no,
1: when I was at the Aurora Borealis. Mm-hmm. Oh Go
0: no. Ahead. He's already answered my answer. <laughs> yeah, I already <laughs> nah, knew. I already knew. No, nah, it was it's it's in it's in the Owens Valley in California, actually. Um Shocked. The Yeah, it's it's uh on the way to Mammoth Mountain from Southern California, if anybody else has ever done that drive. Uh it's just like really it just feels extremely remote. There's like all these like lava domes around super super tall mountains on the side of this valley um uh very few people are around the only people there are like occasionally driving around um and even that is not super common uh and one time on we, we were going up to Mammoth for whatever um we stopped and we just like kind of hiked around and uh, yeah i feel like that's like the farthest i've ever been from other people i mean probably not really cuz like it's california there's not nobody living around here but um, but it just it felt so extremely remote and although i've been to the mountains many times like that area in particular felt like it was just i don't know i w- could have been in antarctica or or far north of canada or wherever and it that's how it felt so i
1: if i if i thought I it was cool though I, I
0: wasn't like mad about it i thought it was awesome
1: if, if i hiked to a place like that like just by myself and I got to the top of the hike in a mountain and I'm looking down at everything, I'd pull out my wiener for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just to do it. I don't know why. Like, but like, that's just like, what's the first thing in my mind is like, I'm pulling out my dong. <laughs> Cause I, I don't, am here by myself. I don't <laughs> know, man. But that's what I was picturing right now. I was like, damn, did they, did they pull out their wieners? Like, how does it work? <laughs>
0: Um, no, we Thought didn't. I share that with I, you guys. My family and I chose not uh, to do that.
1: Yeah, no, it's, I I mean, I figure it's your family, but, you know,
0: maybe, like, I'll meet you in the car.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, Mom and Dad, would you guys mind waiting in the car? I gotta, I just gotta yank one out.
1: <laughs> I didn't say that. I mean, you know, just pull it out. Anyways, that was the first piece that was on my mind.
2: Oh...
0: Oh, boy. Wow.
2: I don't even know how to follow that up at this point. <laughs> I mean, my answer... Uh, my answer is legitimately, um, when have I never felt disconnected and remote from civilization? That's like every day, right? I mean, uh, this <laughs> that's is like me. a
0: physical answer, like not... Not what's your mental state like? But. I
2: never read it that way because that is definitely uh, like me on a daily basis, right? So, um, well,
0: if you had to describe it in a physical sense, like what was what was? I mean, saying?
2: physical sense was I've told the story on stream before when I went kayaking at the hotel in Hawaii during my cousin's Ooh. wedding. And, uh, you know, the beach was just full of people, super loud and noisy. I'd never kayaked before. The guy's like, here, this is how you kayak. Shoved me into the water. And I started kayaking. kayak. And he's like, don't go too far. And I was like, I don't give a crap. So, again, I like swimming. I like water. Like, water... You know, drowning, fear of drowning, that stuff never affects me. And people say, I mean, when I was a kid, they said it was because I'm an Aquarius, but I don't know if that's actually anything to do with that. So I was like, screw that, I'm kayaking as far as I can. And when I kayaked super far out into the water, and when I turned around and looked back... I could still see everything. In fact, I could see more of the beach, I could see more people in my vision than I've ever seen, yet I couldn't hear a single thing from any of them because I was in the ocean, the sound just dissipates. And so when I was sitting there in the water and like a turtle comes up and breaches for breathing and stuff like that, and I just turn around and I just hear nothing but wind and I closed my eyes and like I couldn't hear a single bit of civilization and uh all the people were out there that's probably physically the most and you know what I just you know what forget it I think I'm done here
0: oh I thought that was very nice Tupperware's thinking about you pulling that's... out your wiener the entire time but I think that was but I think that was a very nice story
2: I can't stop man Oh, this just what Ryu has done to Tumbo, Hanzo dude. Gonzo, dude.
1: Fucking Hanzo in the chat, you piece of shit. Oh, my God. I was fine until Hanzo had to open his mouth.
0: Oh, All right, what about Christ. you? Where have you pulled your wiener out?
2: <laughs> you know, this uh, man actually sound I weird. I've done that, like, right before taking a shower. Dude, it was, like, the craziest thing.
0: See? I'm a never nude personally.
2: <laughs> I uh,
1: I don't know, man. I am like very much a city person. I've never. I I've gone camping one time at my buddy's uh, parents or something cabin in high school, and uh, maybe that was like the it was like in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin. Um, that was probably the only time I've ever seen real stars. Like mm-hmm. actually, like holy shit! There's lights in the sky. That's incredible. You know, like that's the only time in my life that I've I've experienced that. So I guess then. But I was with a bunch of my fucking friends, so I didn't really feel that disconnected. And we had you know video games and shit. It was whatever. So that sounds like a nice I don't night. Know.
0: It was it yeah. was a nice weekend. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. Well, no, honestly, I would really like to go and and do more traveling in places like that. I would love to see what like the far north of alaska or canada looks like or like tierra del fuego in the very far south of south america or i want to i want to go to siberia like i just i'm very curious about like how it's like in all those places you're a weirdo i don't know i think that sounds cool i want to go to like the very far north of norway i want to go to svalbard it'd be cool i don't know i'd like to go to longyearbyen you know, you know those places that everybody no, knows. No right? one goes. No that, one goes to those that, places. That surely, surely everybody else here too has been on Google Maps late at night, <laughs> just like going around no. the entire world, being like, "Where would be cool to go?"
2: No, right?
1: That no. sounds awful. Not the trip planning, but like those places. Why would? Why just because other people don't go there? You? What are no, you a travel I, hipster?
0: No, that's not. It's not really because of that. I I'm went to really...
1: Siberia before. It was cool.
0: It's always been cool.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> for are long.
0: <laughs> I'm not Good really morning. sure what attracts me to those places, but I, uh, yeah, I've always just been really curious. I don't know. There's plenty of other remote places on Earth, and and that's it's not really the remoteness; it's just something about the landscape that I think is really interesting. Maybe James, will you go to Amsterdam with me?
2: Uh, not if you pull your wiener out. I
1: mean, no, yeah. no, we'll be in civilization. I won't pull okay. my wiener out. Don't okay. worry.
2: Like I said, I mean, for me. This question is tough because, like I said, I feel this way every day. (laughs) Like, yeah, well, I just invited you to Amsterdam, so Uh, feel more connected, jerk. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a tough one. I'll fight you.
0: (sighs) All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you can if you'd like to. Yeah, for sure. You can do that in Amsterdam. Now you can do a not, lot of things in a lot of places. Yeah, that's not the only place that you can do that. But you can't do that anywhere, right? You have to right, find specific yeah. locations to do that.
1: Yeah, it's gotta yeah, it's gotta you know, you don't wanna break any
0: laws. My friends and I went to Amsterdam when I was studying abroad and it was it was the, a very trippy place to be able to walk around. Trippy, um, huh? Yeah. It just it was were, really weird. Were you tripping, David? Sure. I mean, on any, on any, an things, on
1: any, yeah. on any su- what
0: substances, David? What substances were you doing, David? Tell us. Things that are legal here now. Oh, well. Uh, so nothing, nothing too ad- exciting. Yeah, nothing too adventurous. But it was, it oh, was cool. I
1: was hoping to hear about the first time you did a line or something. We man. went to a
0: museum and then we went on uh, like a boat tour and we went to the red light district. You know, that's the things that you do. Oh! 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 All okay. right, Don't David. Be weird, everybody. All right, David. You know it was actually funny. The museum we're that after... we went to was the sex museum. When I Don't went be to weird, Japan,
2: everybody. when I went to Japan, we <laughs> went to go see the big giant Godzilla head that's like in this complex that like roars at a certain time every day, and we were told that's kind of like the Japan red light district too. So I guess I, when I was in Japan, I went to the red light district as well. So, nice. I feel
1: like kind of racist, isn't it? <laughs> What? But the Godzilla head roaring—that's why is that got to be the Japan district? That's weird to me. That's I was a in weird It was in Japan. Oh, I thought you said you were in Amsterdam. No, in Japan. Oh, I in thought Japan. you were I thought you were in Whoa. Amsterdam, and there was a, a Godzilla head that roared and that was like the Japan. So I was like, "That's kind of <laughs> he's out of oh. here."
0: <laughs> so when I did the. Uh, beat Ken's meat crack yeah. on the CPT stream. Um, it went exactly as I planned, and that in- <laughs> that included it being really awkward. I yeah. wanted it to come off as like really, really awkward, and yeah. that, So that I, I some people were like, maybe he didn't mean to say that. Maybe it was just like an error, and that was actually part of my plan as well because I wasn't sure that it would go over okay. So, so so literally in person. in person, after I said it in the studio, I pretended like it was a complete accident for like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, no, I can't believe I accidentally did that. Like I'm hamming it up, not on camera, but just in case I'm about to get yelled at. What a coward. I
1: would have stuck uh, to my gun. I would have went all in.
0: So anyway, it went it went all according to plan. And then luckily, nobody got mad. So that it all worked out, but uh, I can't. I can't believe you put an exit
2: strategy in there.
0: I did. I had an exit Jeez. strategy in
1: there. <laughs> Jeez, I would have.
2: I would have been I, all in. I was really proud of my frame data pun. I'm just
0: gonna. Say yeah, it was that. a I great pun. It problem. was I'm a really very proud good one. That one. one. So. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess that's it. That's it. James has gone back to Greenland. <laughs> Changes cameras. All fucked. Enjoy. Well, I, that's the show. Bird Maybe we're birding them. I can't hear it. Hey! hey there they hey. are.
2: I was proud of that one too, Flotos. The Travis Styles uh, magic gathering pun.
0: That was, I was also very good. I'm happy about that. Horsey sauce is real.
2: Horsey sauce is good.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's very good. Horseradish. That's why it's called horsey sauce. <laughs> I'm going to go beat Tubbleware and KOF.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: is that what we're doing? All right.